he has good technique, he will be elite. If his technique becomes great, not just good, then he's a Hall of Famer. Dry face, full cell vertical, get into the blind spot, and he absolutely burns him. Corner is lost. He literally has no idea where Wilson is. Long, fast, how he approaches the game, how dedicated he is to football. He's ridiculously good, man. You have to be a stag. This is actual film. It's actual football talk. It's a football show. We're supposed to football, not storylines. And you are back listening to another edition of Bloat Splits um, today, talking about one of the men that you just saw in the intro, uh, DJ Reed, another marathon review um, of DJ Reed, one of my favorite signings, if not my favorite signing of the offseason um, for the Jets, somebody I feel like is probably over or underrated by fans and just in general NFL landscape um, in terms of what he brings as a player and what he brings to the New York Jets today, Revis. Obvious reasons, right? Because DJ Reed is just as good as Darrell Rivas. Um, with it being said, um, July 24th, uh, just in case, again, anything happens, I don't reference it. Oh, well, you know, he's a part of this secondary with this guy, this guy, that guy. Oh, well, they, 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 they brought in that free safety. What are you, an idiot? No, I'm just recording this on uh, July 24th. So other than that, a couple more film reviews to do. I think I have, uh, what, Reed, Reed Conklin, Whitehead, Martins, Thomas, and Herbig left um, to record, and I only only have I think five more games of Herbig to watch. I'm almost done with the uh, the reviews, so it's always a good point. But um, got a lot more shows to do, or a lot more film to go over on the on those shows. So, um, oops, again today, uh, 67 plays of DJ Reed, quite a bit. Um, so let's. Get into it. I don't think I have anything else to talk about. Um, the only thing that I will say for you guys watching this is um, since I've updated my computer, I don't know. Again, I'm just not, I'm just not techie. Um, I wonder if, are you guys always going to see this now? Hold on, let's see. I think you guys always see this. So for whatever reason, my new computer, uh, just for the people who are, I, I know I'm only talking to, to the, to the uh, or I think I'm only talking to the subscribers right now. Um, but whatever reason, it used to come up when I pull up these plays on QuickTime, but now it comes up on MonoSnap. So it's like small, a smaller screen for you guys. So I apologize for that. Um, but it is what it is, right? I, I don't really know why it's doing that. <clears throat> um, nonetheless, uh, this is read quick technique. Um, top of the screen, he's been wearing number two the entire review. Uh, for a lot of the, the first part of the review, we will see him to the, to the top, um, to the left side of the defense to the right side of the offense, and you'll see him switch. So we have left corner. We'll see him switch to right corner at about, I believe it's week four or five he switches. Um, but let's see. So the one thing, and, and you notice it when you when you watch, is just right off of the jump, you could tell you could tell he's really quick. You see that flip hip right, or the, 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 uh, the hip flip right there to run vertical. Um, now in terms of the technique that, you know, one, two yards off and again with some of these plays i'm gonna i'm gonna go a little fast just because you guys have one heard me talk about a lot of corners before um and two obviously 67 plays could take quite a bit so um some of them will go through a little fast but this one again no man's land that that two to three yards off it's it's a really kind of a crappy area to be in uh just one because you you, you can't you're not gonna be able to press the guy um because you're too far off but then you're also so close where you can't you can't take your read steps um so you're not really putting yourself in a beneficial position to be as far off as he is right now. So I never really love that no man's land. I know Marcus Coleman doesn't um, either. So 
we don't necessarily love that. We also don't love the t- the, the the hop off the off the uh, off of, off of both feet right here. This entire time he's in the air. Um, he's not making contact with the ground. You're not making contact with the ground. Guess what? You can't change your direction. You can't really do anything. So we want to eliminate the no man's land. We want to eliminate the hand drop. We want to eliminate the the uh, the jump back. Now again. I'm not putting it in any specific order. This is one of the first ways I saw this, so, so I recorded it. In general, uh, I really, really, really like DJ Reed. Uh, first play, not great in terms of the technique, but um, again, is able to now land a hand, which, okay, cool. He is forced to um, to flip back quickly to get vertical, obviously, because he, he, he's, he's, stemming into, um, he's stemming DJ Reed to the, to the inside, so he flips the match. Obviously, super, super quick to get right back onto his hip. He's not screwing around in terms of just getting vertical. He's working right back towards him. Um, the receiver sits it down, and he is able to – he's out of that break before the receiver is. He's there. He's in front of him. If that ball is there, it's, it's, it's a PD or a pick. So we're seeing him absolutely stick that route without really even having good technique, um, which obviously we, we want to see. Hopefully, this is making it a little bit bigger for you guys when I do that. Um, I don't know. But – Let's say uh, Reed give too much ground. Okay, right here um, on the bottom, we have third and two, three. So that's important to note, I would assume. Um, and in this in this scenario where we're looking, we're looking at what looks like a cover six. So you have two and six, and he's matching the vertical stem of him, and 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 uh, and the the inside um, safety right here is going to match the vertical stem of of two. So. He's again matching a vertical stem, and with any with with really no other threat being anywhere close in like a bunch set stack or anything like that, he could pretty much almost lock this man. Um, and I don't know exactly what their rules are, but like typically teams like okay, you know, and obviously depends on the set. But if you if you're gonna play like that, like four, okay, after eight to twelve yards, you're gonna you're gonna match vertically. But there's nothing else really out here. You can you can kind of stick it a little bit more than you would. Um, but nonetheless, we what we don't like is this much room just horizontally, just 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 from um, yeah, again, just a horizontal relationship. You're, you're talking about a good, you know, three, four yards right here and he's playing off. Okay. If he's going to play, if he's going to play off and he's right over the top, I'm cool with it. If you're going to play off and give him the inside and open up immediately, it's going to be really, really hard for Reed to stop any type of in-breaking route. Or even if he sits it down, sits it down, it'll be easier than, you know, in-breaking route, but it's a tough spot to be in, um, or to put yourself in to, to win with the receiver who, um, eventually sits it down and makes the catch for the, for the first down. Why? It's be, it's really because of technique. It's just he's giving him way too much room um, to that to that inside. And specifically with Reed, we're going to see him struggle a little bit more than he does in the beginning of the season when he switches to the to the uh, right cornerback spot. He's much better, um, in my opinion. Still not bad here. He just needs to clean some things technically again. Third and two, third and three. This is this is too easy. Um, so. Moving on, cloud. Okay, so we're, we're going to be talking about some type of cover two um, or six. And he is, again, towards the top right here. He's in that cloud, so he's just going to be playing the short area of the field. He's going to have help over the top, help inside. So let's see. Yeah. Um, obviously, the thing, the thing with that cloud is and, and the weakness of that cover two, if you attack this corner, if you're going to show him something short, uh, the safety who's, who's <clears throat> typically inside leverage, this sideline is going to be the weak point. Um, as a corner, though, there are a lot of guys are going to teach them to, to trail this guy, tr- you know, trail um, the number two or anything really vertical and then jump back on anything short. So you want to play deep to short. A lot of guys get caught up with the eye candy, though. Um, but a lot of but a lot of good corners who are athletic and trust themselves and who are smart 
we'll split the difference of, of, of these guys um, instead of just locking completely to one. And we see DJ Reed, who is, is in a shuffle. Um, and again, it's a little bit different way to play a cloud, but playing as cloud has his, has his, the guy who's in front of him inside of his sight line. Okay. And then um, again, typically with this verse cover two, you're going to see that smash concept and he's going to get underneath of the corner route, cut that off. And uh, obviously if it was thrown on target, it would have been a pick. I don't know if, I don't know if Wentz tries to throw it away um, because he sees Reed or not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume so unless it's just a piss poor throw, which it's possible it's Wentz. Um, but it's a really good job by Reed, again, splitting the difference and really would be able to play a ball to either receiver um, at that point. So really good job right there um, by Reed. Now we're going to see Trigger. Again, hopefully this is big enough uh, for you guys. This one might have no, maybe started a quarter of a second late. I don't know. He's at the top of the screen. We're going to see his Trigger. Good angle, um, obviously, where they're just trying to run him underneath of this clear out. So they're clear, clearing it out, rubber out, whatever you want to talk about or whatever you want to call it. He's in this, this receiver, uh, Pittman, I believe. Pittman is going to get vertical, forcing DJ Reed to either come over the top. If he comes over the top, he's not going to be quick enough to make the play on the receiver. Or if he tries to cut it underneath, um, he's completely screwed. You just, you just don't want to cut it underneath unless you're – if you're more tight and you can and you trust yourself to – um, that fine. If he's going to be this high and try to go underneath this, obviously it's going to be an absolute disaster, but he notices him driving. Um, and then he's going to notice the, the clear out the rub. Um, and he's gonna get over the top with obviously with good pacing, good speed, uh, very, very good speed again, trigger, get there. And he's probably, does he start to, does he start? Yeah, it's, 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 it's a one, two, you know, again, pretty quick trigger gets right over the top, plays it upfield shoulder, Eyes on the quarterback. Um, the ball doesn't go there, um, but it's a hell of a job by, by Reed with that trigger to get there. Not necessarily the easiest spot to be in for him. Um, missed tackle. Aggressive tackler. Um, a good tackler overall. He, he does miss a few. I forget exactly why, to be completely honest, because I recorded this player with a watch March 15th. So I don't know. I can't do math. Um, but quite a few months ago. So let's see. Top of the screen right here, missed tackle. Okay, simple. Yeah, so generally he's pretty good. This this one, there's really not much to, to break down. He needs to take a better angle here. Uh, obviously running back leaks out and he takes the he takes more of a, again, if anything, you want to take that angle outside in instead of inside out um, because you, you want to guard against the sideline because that's where obviously less of the defenders will be or if any. So you want to take that, that angle outside in, but he remains a little bit too far outside, just a little bit, you know, and, and this delayed motion of, okay, stop. Oh shit. He's too far inside. I'm not sure why he delays again. Like I don't, I'm not sure what all, all of this dead time is right here. Um, but it's, that's, 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 that's bad. And, and that's not typical of him. This is, this is just bad. And, and people have blips on the radar. Um, but he needs to just take an angle to, to more of that, that outside hip um, to cut that off instead of just again, shuffling and just giving giving him the inside just it's 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 gift wrapped right there gift wraps it takes it um for the for the first down again if you are only watching the first five plays which it's your fault not mine you gotta subscribe uh this is not indicative of his, of his game so uh, again he struggled initially but he is very very good so top of screen versus double move um versus i think that's coolio 
I'm not sh- I think that's Julio. Yeah, two, right? Um, yeah, he's he's. If you're gonna run a double move versus him, it's honestly gonna be tough because he's very very patient, um, and he does a good job mostly playing angles with with double moves and in terms of just staying on that upfield shoulder. Um, again, you you want to cut toward the shoulder he's gonna have to break up and through because then you're. If you fall for it, and you're driving down hard. Okay, he's going to turn back into you anyway. So you don't want to. You don't want to try to jump. You don't want to try to jump it, but you want to just stay again on that on that upfield shoulder. So he gets into a shuffle, or sorry, he gets in, he gets into a back pedal. Um, pretty good balance, obviously. You know, with, with the shoulders over the knees, um, not sitting backwards on his heels. So that's that's we like we like the pedal. It can it can honestly be even a little bit smoother. He kind of you can see the kind of a pop up right there, but nonetheless very patient over the top of the, of the stem. Julio breaks it outside. doesn't sell it the best. Um, it's not, it's not, he doesn't, he doesn't break extra hard off of that, off of this break step. So he breaks outside. Reed doesn't fall for it. Julio tries to use a little bit of like that peak technique to look back to sell it. Again, he's not sold by, by the body language. And because he's so confident in his ability that if, if, if he were to break this out and actually look for the ball, he has plenty of faith in himself to be able to drive down on that. So, he plays it very, very patiently. It feels like something's coming because, again, he doesn't sell it very well. Stays on that outfield shoulder. Outfield shoulder. He breaks. And where is Reed? Right on him. Stay on that outfield shoulder. Exactly what he does. Matches him. Completely cuts that route off. So, again, it's a really good job um, by Reed versus the double move. Uh, Reed push tackle. Okay. Uh, top of the screen here. Push. Uh, I guess I'm talking about like push in terms. Of, okay, no, nobody's breaking out. Oh, seriously, the push of coverage over here. He's, look, he's looking for any crossing routes. Obviously, the ball is thrown to the uh, tight end right here. And we're gonna see him make a tackle. Um, again, this is just for him being a five nine. I think he's actually like one ninety. Um, so he's actually thicker than you'd think. Like people think of him like, Oh, he's a small corner. Yeah. He's, he's small in height, but his weight is pretty good again for one ninety plus for five nine. And his arm length is a little bit over 31. So it's not like he's a small, like he, he has weight and he has, he has decent arm length for him. So, um, he's not as small as you think he would be or as he is, but, um, again, for him to make this open field tackle on, on the, on the tight end is good. And let's see the form crosses his helmet wraps up. That's, that's, that's what we like. Breaks down is in control. All good right there. Uh, read versus AJ. Okay. Again, hopefully this is large enough for you guys. Um, he is in the slot right here. So most likely going to have a man look, obviously it's this corners overlook. Um, and let's see him in man coverage versus AJ Brown. Um, again, pretty good. Let's watch in slow motion now. Has an, he's, he's hedging his bets. Um, we have, we have, we have the high safety. Um, he doesn't necessarily have to force him outside, um, or inside when it's, when it's more just men on man like that. Well, when it's more, when it's more free, um, you don't have to necessarily play with either leverage, even though obviously preferred because he's, he's inside. You want to play outside in, but it's uh it's more preference. So 
gets into his back pedal. Um, AJ, he doesn't, he doesn't really, to be completely honest, it's not, it's not the best route. He, when he, when he's stemming, he, he's kind of already, he's kind of already working to the outside a little bit. So it's going to, um, obviously tip DJ Reed off, you know, a little bit that it's going to be an, an outbreaking route. Um, with that breaks at the 10, again, not the, the sharpest break. It's a little bit rounded, but he's just running, um, pretty much. He's just running a fade Reed able to stay over the top. When he commits to the break, Reed takes an angle to cut him off, get to that near shoulder, gets to him. Look, he never does. He never looks back to the ball, not one time. Finds the eyes, finds the eyes, finds him, gets to him. And now watch, gets to him, then looks. That is, that's perfect. Again, a lot of guys here, you know, okay, they'll play this. Now they're looking back to the ball. And maybe he breaks it off as a out you know, and the guy gets beat. But I really like the, the fact that he um, closes ground with eyes on. And then as soon as he closes enough ground to get his hands on him and get that contact, now he looks back to the ball and the ball is obviously over his head. So let's see that again. Again, plan through the eyes, plan through the eyes, hands on, eyes back. And again, you want to look high to low. You don't want to look low to high. So his eyes goes high, high first. Hard to tell, but probably looks like it. Lock it down. Reed versus AJ. Okay. Bottom of the screen. Again, uh, pretty pretty simple here. So um, we have another well, play action, naked bootleg. They're just running that flood sale concept. And Reed is playing in off coverage again. And uh, his feet, you you could see at that, at that point, his feet are get a little bit clunky in the shuffle. We could see more balance um, in that pedal. But he's such a good athlete. He's such a good athlete, like naturally that his technique doesn't necessarily always matter. Um, but he does a good job. He does a good job of staying patient, staying relatively square, um, and he opens up like he's AJ is going to run a vertical. AJ breaks it outside, so. Reed at this point doesn't want to flip his hips, you know, back inside to run outside because it's going to severely slow him down. So he sees the break is outside. What is he going to do now? Okay. Again, he cannot flip this opposite way. There's just, there's absolutely no way. So he's forced to speed turn, spin the other way. And, and what do you want to do? Get your eyes around really quickly. There's a lot of guys who have that, a lot of dead time in their speed turns. You want to get your eyes around as, as, as quick as possible. And you want to take a higher angle. Again, you don't want to cut it off low because you, if you can't see anything, he runs past you, you're screwed. You rather, again, just like outside versus inside on the sideline, you want to work high versus low in the situations where you're not going to be able to, you're not going to be able to have the, the receiver in your sight line the entire time. So has a feel for the, where the route's going. Again, um, speed turns and is over right over top of that route. He, he basically ran it for him. There's no way it's getting there, obviously, unless he just boxes them out. But um, again, it's we have nice patience. You know, again, you could see he's in. So I, 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 when I was watching it in slow motion, it looks worse than it is, but he's pretty balanced right there. Again, not into a full back pedal, um, over his toes. That's, this is, this is all good. Again, thought he's in run vertical. He breaks it outside, speed turn, match it, find it. You're good. Um, next bottom of the screen, read, uh, read verse Julio.
So in this situation, um, I'm going to watch this a thousand times, aren't I? Mm, I don't want to watch this a thousand times. I was trying to figure out what kind, what kind of, like, there are so many defenses that can look like a thousand different things. Nonetheless, the thing um, that I like about, about Reed right here is while, while he's shuffling, and while he does shuffle, and the thing we don't want, to, we don't necessarily want the receiver to do is to get into that blind spot. He shuffles, and he's really, really wide. So if he is to beat him, if he is to get him to the outside, there's not a lot of area um, that the receiver is going to be able to work. So if he's going to get behind you, and, and he's already really close to the sideline, it's not as big of a deal. But even with that being said, okay, he gets into a shuffle, he works into his blind spot. And Reed has his eyes inside the whole time. The quarterback's not even looking at him. Um, so he's not going to be targeting uh, Julio Jones right here. And you're going to see him get, find it immediately again. Get out of it. Find the receiver. Get on him. So, yes, he allowed him in his blind spot for a second. But he didn't just continue to shuffle. We have plenty of guys who would just continue to shuffle, continue to shuffle, continue to shuffle and try to find him with their hand. And he's blowing by him or pushing off for, for a comeback route. But Reed isn't lazy about it. He speed turns, finds him, you know, matches him. So it's little things. Um, I, I like that. I like that rep though from from uh, from DJ Reed. So uh, Reed off coverage, bottom of the screen versus Julio. Again, we're seeing we're seeing him stay pretty sticky. Gets into his pedal. Um, again, I, I think his feet can be can be a little bit more condensed. They're a tiny bit clunky, so kind of like big steps back. Like they're not they're not as smooth as they could possibly be. But with that being said, again, is in his back pedal. Is playing is playing patient coverage. Is playing over the top square. That's all good. Again, you can hedge your bets a little bit. You know whether it be inside outside, whatever your whatever your preference, or obviously depending on the play and the structure and preferences and down and distance. Obviously, there's a lot. There's there's sometimes we'll be critical of inside or outside or heads up. But he's playing a little bit inside leverage, which is which I'm 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 cool with. But there's there's playing man at the you know cover one at this point. So um, over the top pedal balance. Read or uh, sorry, uh, Julio. Break drive. Uh, it's not the best break from Julio, but with that being said, DJ Reed, who we're doing the review on, knees over the toes, balanced, condensed, sees the break coming. Break. Quarter step. Quarter step. He's gonna he's gonna uh, work off the instep of this outside foot right here in that quarter step. Mash it. Get hands on. Hands on the hip, center of gravity, eyes into the backfield. If the ball is coming, he's going to either get a pass flexion or a pick. Um, maybe, obviously, again, Julio could box him out. But uh, just overall with that rep, it's, it's, a, it's a good job just staying patient. Um, again, he's in a back pedal. It's a little bit clunky. It's, um, but he's not you know, in a full back pedal, so it's not as, as drastic. And, again, just read his body language. You know, keep your eyes on him. Keep your eyes on, on, the, on the lower body. And when you see the lower body and he starts to move like this, you see that big step you see is you see him, you see him raise up a little bit. I've seen, I've seen Julio have many, many better breaks than that, but he's able to stay over the top of it again. Um, crowd that route break. I think I'm going to turn off this extra light right here. It's kind of bothering. 
that guy, that's, that bothered you? Who cares, right? Yeah, I'm going to turn that off. Maybe. Okay. Because um, you guys, are, you're not here to freaking, we're watching film. You don't need to see my face, really. Uh, read tackle. Okay. You know, coming from the right side of the screen, I'm assuming. Yep. Again, physicality. Uh, it's this is this is obviously a, a, you know not the biggest highlight play in the world, but we do like a few things. One, we like that he comes from an outside in angle, right? Because if anything, he wants to force his run back outside. He does not want to squeeze this run and have AJ or uh, or Derrick Henry running free up the sideline. So good job maintaining the outside leverage. And then when it comes time, when 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 he sees a Henry commits to the to the inside gap. Again, Reed is not a guy who's afraid if it's an offensive lineman. He doesn't care if it's D- he doesn't care if it's a tight end. He doesn't care if it's if it's Derrick Henry. Uh, the dude is a feisty mf'er. So he again, he doesn't care that an offensive lineman is working his way towards him. Cross his face, dive, try to cross the helmet, wrap up. Again, he forced most likely both the cutback in and made the tackle. It's a good job. You know, again. Uh, he is a corner, and he is tackling Derek Henry at 5'9". That's positive. Top of the screen right here, Reed versus Julio. Almost beat there. Almost beat. Um, so we have him in off coverage. Again, uh, just man. So even off man, the thing about the backpedal is we want to see him stay more cons- consistently low. He's a, he's a little bit high here. Um, we have Julio, who at a certain point in his stem, at about the what the uh, does he stem outside the entire time? Yeah, he stems outside pretty much immediately, right? Uh, the tiniest bit, yes, it's, it's the tiniest bit outside, just a slight stem outside. Reed stays heads or or, or maintains his leverage. Once Julio gets like starts to work towards the outside shoulder, we see Reed open up a little bit to the outside. Um, again, just in case it is an outside break, you break outside or whatever it may be, match him vertically. Julio just tries to fake that out and, or runs it out and up. Out, show the eyes, hope that he's going to break really flat and you can work through him, take a bad angle. You know, Reed will look back to the quarterback. Etc. Whatever we're hoping for in the double move from the offense's standpoint. Um, break again. Do not overcommit to it because if anything, you get beat. Okay, you live the foot another down. Hopefully, you can force a field goal, a turnover, whatever, whatever it may be. Do not drive down too hard and get beat for um, a touchdown because you fell for a double move. So, the thing with Reed, to be completely honest, I would rather see him weave to get over the top of this instead of opening up. But with that being said, opens up, matches the break. Again, does not does not fall for it. He still sees him kind of drifting upfield, feels it out, matches him. As he's breaking across his plane, what are we, what are we seeing? Hand. <clears throat> Again, use that, con- use that surface area. You know, use, use his chest to slow him down. Lands his hand into the chest. Julio wipes it, match him vertically. Um... And listen, if the ball is perfect, it's probably a catch. And the reason being, the reason why I believe it's a catch is because, because of, the, if, if of the weave or the lack of a weave. Again, if he was a weave over the top, when Julio broke outside, when Julio broke outside, 
he'd be over the top. He would, he would match the brakes on the field shoulder. And, and when he were to run the part of the double move where he breaks back up the field, he'd be running that shoulder. It's because of the stem and him opening up instead of weaving that, that he was almost beat. But again, he's on it. It's just perfect throw beats him. So I actually thought it was gonna be a good play, but it's, it's really, it's, it's, it's part good, part bad. You know, the, the, the pedal we like, um, but we got to see, we got to see weaves read man coverage, top of the screen. Okay. So what, what few things, obviously we could be quick about it. Two to three yards off. Again, you're not allowing yourself to press him and you're not allowing yourself to take read steps in zone coverage and read the stem and be patient. At this point, you're not really doing yourself any favors. No man's land. I hate it. I, I really do. I don't know why. I, I guess there's some DB, like DB coaches. Oh, it's catch technique. Okay, fine. But it's still, I don't, I don't see the benefit of this. I, I just, I, I never will. I, I just don't. Um, with that being said, a couple things. A little bit of a jump split. It's not, it's, the feet aren't, aren't too, too bad. They don't jump split too much, but they jump split enough. Look, look where he's sitting. Look at his, look at his momentum. It's going backwards. His hands drop. You're, there's nothing you could do. That whole, this whole movement right here, complete, it's, it's a waste. He needs to, he needs to get tighter. And it, even if you're not tighter, you can't drop your hands. Can't drop your hands. Can't, can't sit backwards. Now, with that being said, again, because he's an athlete, yeah, he, he, he jumps, splits, jumps backwards, hands are down. We have, we have Thieland who, um, breaks, he, he breaks pretty quickly to the outside and just tries to, to uh, punch through, wipe them and run vertically, um, to then run the part of, you know, the comeback Reed matches it and actually runs the break better than, 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 uh, Thielen does. But with that being said, we have good result, not the best process. The, the process of, again, just alignment, hands drop, hopping backwards. Now the good part of it is the quickness, the hand strike timing, boom, right into the armpit, perfect strike timing, perfect angle of the arm, get right in, get right into it, ride that hand out, ride him out to the sideline shut the route, the, the route off. So again, first part, bad. This part, bad. Second part, good. <laughs> this is very good. Right out that hand. Again, squeeze him to the sideline. Squeeze him, squeeze him, squeeze him. Now, if you're off balance, if he's going to run past you, don't want to ride out the hand too, too much. You don't want to be off balance, but if it's firm in there and you got him, ride it out, squeeze him. So we, we have a route that started from, you know, couple of yards from the bottom of the numbers, pretty much all the way to the sideline on a comeback, which is not necessarily what you want. Again, Reed feels that break. Why does he feel that break? Because he has hands on when he feels him coming up, gearing down, he's going to gear down and get ready for that break as well. Where you see the left hand come over. He's going to, he's going to try to turn that hip a little bit and pull himself through. It's a little like that move. He's trying to, cause, cause Tienland's trying to turn his hips to the right and Reed is going to pull his hips to the left. So it's both, it's both going to slow him out of his break and it's going to allow Reed to, to turn himself. So a little of that move, grabbing the hip right there. I like that. Grab the hip. Find the ball. It's obviously not there. Good and bad. Uh, Reed beat TD. Okay. Uh, top of the screen right here. Oh. Okay, I screw this re recording up.
Yep, that's one of those ones. That was me being an idiot on March 18th at 9.20 p.m. I apologize. Hey, we didn't have to race and get beat by touchdown, but no, on that play, he got beat by touchdown. Read off man break. Okay, top of the screen. Again, a lot of the, the other stuff is going to be from, from the bottom. A lot of the good stuff is from the bottom, which is better because it's closer. We can see it a little bit easier. So, top of the screen, off man break. Now, we have a situation where he's already starting. So, like in this, when he's starting from like already pretty far wide, main t- the fucking save. This I'm talking about, like the streams. You see the sun right now. So it's in a, it's in a start slowly moving over, and then by the second half, this I'm gonna be wearing glasses again. It's not that I like wearing sun. I actually rarely wear them, but it's gonna happen again because I can't do it with the sun on my face. Um, because I literally can't see the screen. So when he's so far outside, play him, play him, play him inside out, play him inside out. Because if he, if, if you can match that sim at all, if you can, if you can widen his, his track, he's going to be on the sideline. So we have Reed who's playing an off man playing inside, um, inside leverage, pretty heavy inside leverage. Now, again, I don't love, I don't love opening your hips like this. I, I just don't. I'm a, I'm a much bigger weave guy because when you open your hips like this, there's a there's a good chance he can beat you inside or sitting down. Now he doesn't beat him inside because he's so heavy inside leverage that he's able to because he afforded himself that room horizontally. He's able to get to him vertically. You see what I'm saying? It's like he has to break he has to break and then cross the plane. So it gives Reed to time to recover because he's playing so far inside. I would just say watch watch opening up like like he did again weaves are are preferred um but heavy inside starts to shuffle we have uh is that is that themed if so the route's not but he can run better routes too huh got a little bit of a lunge there leaning out of it rounded it's not the best break from Thielen, but with reed we're now seeing him not in the best position right here like this is you're not going to chalk this up and saying this is this is great it's not bad um, but we're seeing some really just natural ability to take over when he breaks right here. So let's watch the break. Oops, sorry. Let's just watch the break. Now, he kind of hesitates. Break. Okay, not really. He just loses his bounce a little bit right there. But again, upfield shoulder, hands on, eyes into the backfield. He does a really, really good job, um, again, getting hands on um, and, and not looking for the ball before he's supposed to. So the break is very, very good. That's good. A little bit of dead time, um, but it's good overall. Uh, beat third, cover two man. Okay. Um, oh, on third down, cover two man. Bob on the screen. Oh, that was really dumb. I was like, oh, he's closer on some reps. Yeah, other reps he won't be, though, dumbass. <laughs> Bottom of the screen. I don't know. One. Are they funneling him? One, two, three. I don't know. Okay, so the only thing about this is I don't know why if this is cover two man, which it looks like, he should not be playing 
inside out. Why? Because his help is inside. So if anything, play pretty heavy outside and force him to the inside. So I'm not sure his leverage right here. So we do not love that because again, there's no reason for this relationship when he has, he, he's helped deep, which is Jamal Adams. Fuck you. Um, outside in that's, that's very simple. This is, this is a pretty simple play. I, that's why I thought I was like just an idiot um, looking at this, but when you have a, when you have a third and nine situation and you're playing off and inside, and then at a certain point, you're just, you're just opening up to let him have the outside. There's way too much space right here for him to be opening up like this. Cover two man. You got to know your defense, not even just outside in. You could be heavy outside in leverage here because you have this to help you. Um, so this is a bad play. This is, this is just bad. This is bad, bad. Cannot have this. This is one of those plays Jets get beat um, on this play. I will be pretty pissed. We don't do not want that one. Um, he was beat from the jump right there. I don't know what happened on that one. Read tackle. Okay. I'm assuming from the right side of your screen. Oh, left side of your screen. Oh, I guess he switched to, uh, <clears throat> to left cornerback spots. It was only the first three games. I guess he played. Uh, what Minnesota, um, Tennessee, and whoever the first game was, but now he's on the left side of the screen. We're gonna see twenty-eight get the, the the handoff again, outside in, force him inside. We'd like to see that his shoots his hands. Obviously, you want to see him a little bit more aggressive than than this um, to stack. You want to see explosion, not just kind of laying him out there. Nonetheless, still maintaining his outside leverage. Eyes are onto the onto the running back. Running back commits to the inside. Reed drops his way a little bit, bursts off the instep, crosses the face of Ayuk, makes a tackle, wraps him up. Now, again, ideally, do we want his head across? Yeah, sure. Um, but we do like the fact that he's low, wraps up, and scoops. Scoop him. It's a good job. Again, it's simple. It's an easy play to break down. It's an easy play to um, – or it's a quick play to watch. It's just – it's something we need to see. You know, can he tackle or can he not tackle? He can tackle. Bottom of the screen right here. Is that this? No, okay, that wasn't the same play, just a different view. Um, so very similar. Reed gets into a shuffle. And this is the, this is the benefit of like, oh, okay, if you're going to play true off, which this isn't necessarily true off, it's want to be more like five to seven. We're flirting with no man's land right there. But he's taking those, like sh he's reading, shuffling. What does he see in the backfield? This pairs that with this, and um, he is going to be proactive in in fighting against that. And now he takes the fight a little bit more to the receiver. So we like that hands inside extension, outside leverage. Good, good, good. Check, check, check. In step. Leverage like this is good. Like he's he's stacking him. He's doing a good job stacking that receiver and reading what the tight end's gonna do or the or the ball carrier's gonna do. Shuffles, why? Make him cut inside. Do not let him run up the sideline. Shuffles outside, makes Kittle um break inside. Kittle commits, drop your hips, cross the face, cross your helmet, wrap him up, scoop him. Again, it's it's really easy, but it's a it's a pretty play from Reed right here. Like this is this is pretty. From the notice, stack, take the fight, outside leverage, break off at the right time, uh, make a tackle in the, in the open field, obviously, with some um, assistance. But Reed nearly beat deep on the bottom versus Ayuk. 
Now, why was he almost beat deep? Why? Well, first thing, hands, hands. Um, and I would see him a little bit, a little bit closer. One a little bit closer. You dip a little bit, just a little bit more ground there. Um, it's actually honestly not that bad. It's it's kind of it's kind of fine. The thing the thing that I don't that just I I don't love about just knowing like kind of situational awareness. He is so heavy outside leverage right now, which is this is this is heavy. This is this is pretty heavy for for a press rep. You don't need to react to a stretch a stretch release like him take that stretch release that that one step. It's not really actually it's not a stretch release. I apologize. More just like a like a hop step. I'm just like, yeah, it's just like a hop step. It's not even a stretch. That's my fault. You really don't need to fall for any outside stem or initial outside stem because you're so heavy outside. So hands drop a little bit too far off, just a tiny, tiny bit. And he's in a, he's in a position to still to still match this, which he does. Um, now, with that being said, do I eh, no? Okay, so his eyes are, are aren't bad. So he sees eyes attached to the receiver, attached to the receiver. I think he peeks in the backfield for a second. I, uh, I yeah, he's peeking. I think he peeks into the backfield. That's what loses him. Yeah. So, okay. The reason he gets beat is one little bit of, we don't want that reaction, that little hop, um, to the, to the, to the hop step outside because you're so heavy outside leverage. Now the angles, again, you got it. You got to take an angle to cut off him. You have to, you have to assume he's going to go vertical. So here, this angle needs to be a little bit more high and cut it off. He takes it a little bit too aggressively towards him, which allows him to get past his plane and then stack him. So we need, we need Reed to, to work towards the, the, the near hip. Um, but again, on a, on a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A, I don't, I don't know, not proactive. He needs to be safe. He can't like, listen, if, if this guy, if, if, there are certain times you want to work exactly to the hip. If this guy is this far inside, you don't want to just run, run directly towards him. Because then if, again, he gets past your plane, you're screwed. You got, you have to take an angle high. Got to take it high. But with that being said, it can't be too aggressive inside. It can't just be too, too vertical. It, 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 there's a sweet spot. He takes it too aggressively towards him. Stacks him. Got to take a little bit more high. Now he's in trail, and uh, yeah, there's another guy here. If if you want to throw this to the outside, Cody, sure. So um, we need to see him take a, a, a safer angle. So I'm looking for a safer angle over the top, a little bit too flat. Um, Reed Man Debo, top of the very top of the screen. Look, it's far away again. I can't wait till he goes to the other side. Um, top of the screen, heads up to heads up just. Heads up to maybe a little bit outside. It just heads up. A little bit of no man's land again. Don't necessarily love that it's so far off. Again, good uh, good rep. Now, with that being said, what, are we, what, what am I going to want to correct? Just the leverage, just the, just the distance, um, the cushion that he's giving. Don't necessarily always love that. So he, he hops back. But with, with the hop back, it's one, the hands that I have more problem with the hands right here that are, that are completely dropped. He's, he's hopping backwards a little bit, but he's still over his toes. So he's, he, he hops, but he's still, he's still balanced. Um, and, and, uh, we have Hopkins who or sorry, not Hopkins. Um, was he using like a skip release? 
Yeah, skip release. Reed plays it patiently. Once Debo commits to the outside, he commits to the outside. Actually, the other thing I like about this too, actually, is how he's patient. He doesn't completely commit to the outside, so it's 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 something very very little. But he takes that extra second, like right here, to get a shuffle in. See so he like see so he gets a shuffle in, and then punches when he commits because he doesn't want him to run a diamond. And this is why kind of it's a problem with with off coverage because you have at a certain point you have to play you have to play it safer now. So he doesn't want him to to use a diamond release or like that that or, or really squirt squirt release one two three under because again he, he afforded him that cushion. You're kind of weak to squirt releases or you could be weak to squirt releases. So he plays it over the top, but he plays it aggressively. So I or, or uh, patiently. So I like the shuffle right there. Why does he like that shuffle? Why I like that shuffle right there because if he were just to just open up. There's still going to be that room for him to, to get underneath of it. But with that shuffle, you're not committing as much to, to getting vertical. So you could get underneath if you need to get underneath. So really, really, really good shuffle. Punch, good. Squeeze them. Match them. Get over top of it. Right out that hand. Right out that hand. Right out that hand. He breaks. And Reed, is, Reed breaks before he breaks. Like you, see, you see his eyes. His eyes are disciplined. His eyes are on him. He feels that break. And he starts it as Debo does. Match him, cut it off. So again, some time technical things we could we could clean up, but very very good patience with that shuffle, and we obviously see his athletic ability. He's he's a he's a really good athlete, um, DJ Reed. So, Reed tackle. Um, yeah, the glasses are like two seconds from coming. <laughs> I just don't. I need to get better uh, shades apparently. Um. Okay, top of the screen, tackle. Simple. It's so it's so simple, but it's just so good. We're seeing um he's actually getting blocked by Debo too. So they're running an outside outside zone. And Debo works inside out. He's gonna is gonna try to kick him out, give the running back more space inside which is fine with, with DJ Reed. Reed, again, does a good job maintaining outside leverage, outside in. He wants to be that force player, force him inside. What does he not want to do? He doesn't want to let a big-ass receiver take the fight to him and absorb the hit. Reed, going to be proactive, take the fight to Debo. Aggressive hands. Aggressive hands. Stack them. Good extension. He obviously has natural, good, naturally good leverage. 28. Okay. Inside out. I'm going to cut inside. Read. Okay, perfect. That's where I want you to go. Comes off or uh, tries to get off of the block. At, at least freezes his inside half. Drops his shoulder, wraps up, creates that, that, that traffic around his feet, and he, and he uh, makes a tackle. Again, simple, but for a 5'9 corner to be stacking and uh, shedding and making a tackle from off of Debo is pretty good, right? You know, so read, beat, curl. Top of the screen right here. Yeah, and, and it's not like he gets it's not like he gets toasted, obviously here. Um, but why? Why? No man's land. Not brutal, but it's no man's land. Looking at you know two, two and a half yards. So we don't love that, and we don't love this movement, right? This hop backwards, hands dropping. Now again, it's not it's not the worst because it's not like he's not it's not like he's completely on like like waiting to his ass. But it's just it's just a little bit. We can see he's a little bit more upright now. 
than, than he typically is like when he's when he's lined up. So again, gets a little bit upright, hops back, wait another hop step release, ish, gets outside, tries to uh, just match the stem, gets hands on. I think it's Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson wipes it away. Now he's trying to close ground to him, run with him. Doesn't look like he gets a hand. Does he get a hand? Oh, I guess he does get a hand on. Gets a hand on. Jefferson, you know, listen, at the end of the day, there are some players who get beat on. This, this is one of those ones where I'm not going to, you can't really kill Reed for it. He's running with him vertically. He's hip to hip. He has a hand on, but when you have a good receiver and he knows he's going to break and you don't, it's going to be hard for you to match. He uses a push by. See a little push by. The hands are going to his back, push him by to help both him break and, and throw Reed forward to make it harder for Reed to break. Just gets him on the, on the, on the, uh, as he, as he breaks back. Good timing with Stafford. Now I don't, I don't, th this whole part of it is cool. Good hand. looks like it lands match him hand on. Like I like all that stuff. The thing I don't like is this, the no man's land and the, the hopping with the hands dropping. We got to fix that. Got to fix this. Cause if so, the rest of his, uh, of his, of his play is so, so good. So it's happening. Um, yeah, it's brutal. Okay. Next. Um, read man coverage, top of the screen. Good. But the things we get into frequently, no man's land. Hands are low. I do like the fact you could tell his, you could, he's a little bit lower in the stance. You could tell his eyes onto the hips. Again, hips don't lie. Get your, get your eyes onto those hips. Receiver, hop step. Jesus, but it just hits receivers. Hop step release. So we have a hop step. Read again. Do we love the jump backwards, hands drop? This motion? No, never good. Never want that. Once he lands, though, Woods is already committed to the outside. Reed also breaks to the outside, but again, um, is able to land that hand. So we're seeing we're seeing quick quick hips to turn, turn, punch, lands, accuracy, ride that hand out, ride that hand out, ride that hand out. You know, um, feel the break, match the break. He's all over it. He could have been even more tighter again if he wasn't, if he didn't hop back like he does. Get a, get a, get shuffles in. Read tackle. Uh, this obviously started a little bit late, but nonetheless, he's to the top of the screen. So it, and it's, it's not immediate, so it's fine. Henderson, I believe. <clears throat> Runs to the outside. Not an easy spot for a corner to be in. This situation where you have a block that's, coming up the field and you have him who kind of has, two, has, has a two-way go right here. And what, and what is, what does Reed do? He does a good job, not necessarily committing to the inside, not committing to the outside, staying over top of it. Allow yourself to play both ways. Um, eventually Henderson sees him uncover and now the blocker works to Reed. Reed notices that, tries to get back inside. Good job getting his hand extension. Again, don't just let, because if he didn't get that hand out right there, he just works into him. There's no separation right here. So th this 
him, him just being proactive with his hands and trying to stack guys is really important because if that didn't happen right now, he the, the, the obviously the running back is going to get more yardage. He's not going to make the tackle. So good job getting that hand out, maintaining the separate, uh, maintaining the or separation creates that that vertical distance so he can cross his face again if that hand wasn't there they're 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 pretty much hugging right now or he's getting driven outside cross the face and look crossing the face square backpedaling getting his getting it wrapping up like that's that's really good right there the fact like just the just that he is able to create that distance right there from him and the receiver stay square shuffle you know get into a good spot leverage hands or arms wrapping them up like scooping them doing whatever he's doing alligator roll looks like uh it's all really good read pd okay um top of the screen again i started a little bit i don't know what was happening here sort of a little bit late but they're running uh, they're running a three and again Seeing cover three, a lot of guys are going to stay outside and shuffle. If he breaks inside, it's going to be the deep safety's responsibility. So he's okay with playing heavy outside leverage. We have the receiver um, who stems vertical, sits it down on a curl, and Reed again just because of his natural ability. Um, here he's able to match the break. But the thing that I that I like about it is when he gets into a shuffle, we see how he's not fully committed to deep. Like he's, you see how he's how he's running, but it's not it, it's not full it's not full blown. He's he's waiting for the receiver to commit before he truly commits. I'm not I'm talking I'm not talking about hips or anything like that. I'm talking about running full speed. So does it commit to it? Tries to work towards him to stay tight, but it was still with outside leverage. Work towards him, stay tight, but still with outside leverage right there. Sees the break matches the break gets hands on pull himself through it's, it's hard to see right here but like he pulls himself to the for the pass deflection let's see if this is a better angle you're seeing watch right right hand most likely pulls himself through left hand work through the catch point looks like it works with the hands get the uh get the pd hell of a job versus uh it's actually uh deshaun jackson a good job. And, and especially, especially to Sandra Jackson, even at this age for him, for him not to be running and committing fully deep right there and allowing himself um, to take some off of the shuffle to break better um, underneath is, is impressive. Read tackle. Okay. Um, top of the screen right here. I'm going to see, I can't do that right now. Can I? No. Huh. Actually, give me a second. Never mind. I tried that for two seconds. It didn't work. I'm going to figure out how to draw on the screen, though, pretty soon. Um, okay, so tackle, top of the screen. Little things. It's, it, it's This is another little one. But at the end of the day, playing off coverage, getting into his back pedal, eventually realizes at about here that he's getting stalk blocked. Finds, uh, you know, reacts to it. And again, what does he want to do when he's closing ground? He does not want to get pinned inside and allow it to the sideline. So as that forced defender on the outside, 
he wants to take outside in. Again, if anything, you don't know where you don't know where the run is. You don't know where the running back is. Work your way outside. Works to go to the outside. I think at this point, he reads it, notices that the running back is cutting inside, or at least has enough faith in himself to get back out back outside if he needs to. Oh no! So I apologize. So starts to work inside because he thinks it's going there. Then he finds the running back who he notices that there is an outside lane right here, you know, outside lane. Reed says, uh, no, not today. Not today, my friend. I'm not going to be on that teach tape what not to do. Drops his hips, gets back outside. Why? To make him cut back inside because why? There's traffic here. There's, 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 there's pursuit defenders. If he were to stay inside, there are no pursuit defenders coming from the Rams sideline. So, again, good job adjusting. Nope, can't go inside. Let me, let me get back outside. Works to the outside. Henderson um, tries to cut inside of, of Reed, but Reed is able to put the brakes on and just get the, the feet enough to trip him up. Again, really, really good job um, with just making a tackle. Like there, There's plenty of Jets defenders over the years who were not making this tackle, and then he's running for extra yards. So... It's a good job. It's small, but it's a good job. Read quick uh, verse cup. Okay. Uh, bottom of the screen right here. Okay. So he's playing. He's playing off on on Reed right here. He has some. He has some help underneath. He's gonna like um, trail, widen him off coverage. Wants to stay over the top of it. Stays over the top of it again. Does not overcommit. If he's going to commit to the outside, he'll commit to the outside. Obviously, he's not committing to the outside. Breaks his route back inside, which is a very interesting route. Tried to look through a lot of my notes to figure out what exactly I'm gonna call that route. Yeah, but nonetheless, with Reed, who with this break, a lot of people would just assume, okay, he's, he's to the outside. Reed does break to the outside, um, but again, is patient with it. He doesn't, he doesn't completely commit to it. There's a guy here, or he, he has help um, underneath, doesn't completely commit to it. And, what is, and, and you can see him read the receiver. There's a lot of guys who are in off coverage, they see this outside break where their eyes go, their eyes go to the quarterback, right? Their eyes go to the quarterback. You're, he's breaking to the outside with his eyes to the quarterback. Cup breaks back inside right here. Boom, touchdown. That's, that's what it is. But Reed does a really good job when he's not on his guy, leaving his eyes on his guy. Eyes on his guy. Eyes on his guy. Sees that break. Matches the break. Upfield shoulder. Get on it. Get on the upfield shoulder. Match him. So that's all about discipline. This, this, this play is all about eye discipline. There are so many guys who see a break and they try to confirm with the quarterback, look to it. Nope. Your job as a receiver, stay on that receiver. Stay on. It's, that's, that's awesome. March 22nd, I recorded this next play. Read movement skills. Okay, so we're just looking at some movement skills, just athletic ability. Uh, bottom of the screen. Yeah, so he actually gets beat for the catch right here. Um, he gives him a little bit too much room. 
underneath, but we're seeing him now start from the top of the numbers and we're seeing him start to uh, top. Okay. So it looks like he almost, he, he weaves a little bit inside. So he starts from like midpoint of the numbers and he weaves a little bit to get inside. So a little bit of a weave, but again, good job with the pedal knees over the toes. I think it's, is that Beckham? Gives him a little peak or sorry, Woods peak technique inside break outside or uh, back match to that break. And he gets boxed out a little bit. That's a tough spot for a guy like him. Like a, a guy like him, who's so small for, for, for back, for back breaking routes, you're depending a lot either upon your jumping and just being so amazing that you don't even need to be behind the guy. But a lot of times you're going to see guys who are, who are bigger than him. If, if it is timed up well, and that guy can play with good extension to the ball, it's going to be a guy. It's going to be hard for a guy at, at his height or at, at his size to break that ball up. Now, how could he have been in better position? There's not really much. There's not really much, to be honest. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough spot. He, he, he plays well here. Like, in a backpedal, he starts to work to the outside. Reed, again, works to the outside, but opens up at a, at a conservative angle, just to play, again, just in case there's a double move. But once Woods breaks back toward the quarterback, we're seeing him transition from break outside to break up the field. Just this movement skill right here from, from this to that to that is, is, is the impressive part to me. Now, again, he gets a little bit boxed out. Catches made. At the end of the day, you're going to get beat sometimes. But, again, let's just watch the movement. One, two, three. I like that. It's a good play. It's, it's, it's not as bad as you think. Um, play 30. Man coverage. Bottom of the screen. Uh, what is it? Claypool? I think it's Claypool. Didn't, didn't Claypool say he's a top three rush here in the NFL? Top five. Not here. Um, so now much more forward lean. I, I like this stance better than some of those stances we've seen where he's at least forward lean, but not as heavy. I like the forward. I, li I like the forward lean. Um, again, maybe close a little bit more ground, but we're not going to get too crazy about that. Now we're seeing a kick step. Looks like a kick step. A little kick step again. Why? Why teach this step? It eliminates false steps. You know, it eliminates, it eliminates that, that, that natural step you want to take. And then you start to lean onto your heels. If you teach that step, you're eliminating a full step because you're basically telling him to do it, but it's not going to throw you off guard off balance because again, um, you're taught to do it. And guys reactions when, when they see guys moving, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to fall step and sit back. But when you teach that kick step, it's just, it's just all it is out to the side instead of, but you're still over your toe. Kick step. We have a Claypool who stems it to the outside shuffle. We get a shuffle in hands on kick step shuffle. Hands on, much better, much, much better than just opening up. Hands on, match the stem. And look, he started from bottom of the numbers. Where does he end up? Why? Shuffling, getting hands on in that, in that, in that, in that, uh, in that drive phase. All right, he's stemming. Matches it, matches it, matches it, matches it. He breaks. He's, he has hands on it. He's, he's, com he's completely felt that out. That's, that's sticky. 
with nice sticky coverage. And obviously works back to the ball because it's not it's not Adam, but he is uh pretty consistently driving to the ball, working to make tackles, working to dive into a pile. It doesn't care. He's just that type of player. He's definitely a dog, that's for sure. Um, read beat third down. Okay, bottom of the screen. Yeah. So um playing off looks like we have a looks like we have a six. It looks like we have a six that's just soft, but I don't know why if this were to be a six, why he's not pushing to that side. Unless he was just like robbing, if that's the rule. Okay, yeah, I'm not, not going to do it. I always start to like talk about like a defense and then I'll think about it. And oh, why, why don't they, why isn't he trying to rob or push to this side and look to the three threat? I, I don't necessarily know. But for Reed, he's playing off. The reason, the, so with him, again, he, I, we want to see, we want to see him weave to stay over the top of guys and instead of like opening up completely. So in, in his back pedal right here, one, he's a little, he's a little bit high. He's a little bit high. And we have the receiver who, who stems to the outside, which is, I, I think that's Deontay Johnson, who is very, very good. He's a very, very good receiver. I like him a lot. Um, or is that James Washington? I actually don't know the number. I think Deontay Johnson's 18, right? Um, but with this, we want to see, we want to see shuffles to stay over the top. So if, if he are not, not shuffles, um, weaving again, weaving is important. You're staying square to the, to the threat to the line of scrimmage. Um, and you're not over committing, not allowing yourself to break opposites. So we're seeing him starting into like, op he's going to open up to like a shuffle right here. He's about to, we want to see him weave square. And then once he breaks inside, weave again, get over the top, just get over the top of it. But because he opens up a little bit as high, he has to almost overreact to that movement to the inside and drive down on it and opens up again, which allows the outside break. If, if he were to just weave, weave and not be so reactionary to slight movements, like he, there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of movement here, but he's not doing anything too deep because you're so far off. So you have to be very, very patient, but um, you don't have, you want to open your hips, just weave over the top, weave over the top, weave over the top, especially on third down. Why? Because the third down, the, 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 the first down marker is a 30 yard line. So you don't have to worry about all the short stuff. So don't be so, don't be so reactionary. Just, just play the 30 yard line. Breaks to the outside of the 30 yard line. Yard or two pass it, just like you want to do. Catch, first down. Why? Just a little bit too much opening up. Um, not, not a ton of balance in, in, his, in his pedal. Um, and because of that, he bites hard on the inside move because he stems him outside to then break back to set outside. Reed versus the, uh, Johnson deep. Okay, top of the screen. Fix that, get a little bit tighter. I'll have to go over it again. Now it looks like he plays, the, I wonder if he, does he play the ball well? Yeah, okay, so the thing um, about this one is, some of it gets repetitive because it's, because it's the same type of stuff, but this is where you see, okay, guys, this is their strengths and weaknesses. I, I, I have to see it a couple of times to, to really put it in there. No man's land. Don't like that. 
this hands drop jumping backwards. Do not like that. This is, this is now with guys who are a little bit more athletic, they trust themselves in terms of like being able to break, getting back on guys that some of them like to play really, really conservatively because they, they trust themselves. They don't, they don't want to get, um, stacked immediately because they're small, whatever it may be. Um, I, I understand playing conservatively and playing off, but at the same point, there's, there's a way to do it, you know, um, press them, get into a bail or, or, or bail, or just get into a backpedal. But in general, we don't want to see hops then. And okay, I have enough faith in myself to match. So watch the hop. He's able to open up with them. Opens up with them. Again, the release doesn't really do much hand lands for the most part, or it, it lands and get wiped away, uh, wiped away. Now it's just a foot race to the end zone. Big Ben puts it in a right to the outside, a little bit too, too high. Now in terms of playing the ball, um, let me see. I can't tell right here. Looks like Reed is looking to, yeah, he's, so he's looking to the, to the uh, receiver. So this is a good job. Look to the receiver. There's a lot of space to the sideline. When you look, when you're looking back to the ball, you really either obviously want to be like outside leverage in, or if he squeezes on, he's really tight. Okay. You have that opportunity when there's this much room to the outside. Don't want to get, you don't want to be caught looking outside, especially when you're stacked. So play through the play through the receiver's eyes. There's probably a little bit of a push off right there. looks like there's some extension. Reed just tries to play that, play the ball late. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. So the only thing, the only thing is at this point when there's, when there's this much room, do not look back. So he, he kind of screws up right here. He tries to look back. You see his eyes. Like, I don't know if he finds the ball or not. Looks back. Does he find it? I think maybe he does. A little bit sketchy looking back there though. Ball's too far. Anyway, hits off Johnson's hands, falls. I'm incomplete, but I'm okay with a lot of the rep, just not the, not the, uh, not the split hop hands drop. I do like the flip, uh, the, the, the uh, flip of the hips, the quickness of it, the shoot, but first part kind of jacked up and he looks back to the ball too late right there too. Um, read PD. Top of the screen. Um, oh, so, so now they have like an invert too, where he's playing in cloud and he is going to, he's gonna get a reroute. Let me see. Yep, so he's playing a two and he's gonna, he's gonna shuffle it outside. Why? He has help over the top and inside. So if anything, he wants to maintain his outside leverage, but at the same point, if he's going to completely send himself outside and, and pretty much run himself out of bounds, he's, he's going to let him do so. Um, at least on this rep. So Sam starts to the outside, lets him get to the outside Sh shuffles to both read the, read the two threat, read the rest of the field, but is also pl again, playing more over the top. Um, whereas if he sees this ball get thrown, he can get underneath of it, you know, break it up, but stems so far, so far outside like this, he, he allows it, which again, certain guys will allow it. Some guys won't, but if you're gonna take yourself out of the, out of the, out of the play, take yourself out of the play. So widen, takes himself out of the play a little bit, gets a hand on shuffles, reads the rest of the field. But again, 
while getting vertical because you don't want to get beat deep. What does he see? Eventually looks back to the quarterbacks seeing, uh, again, don't necessarily love a guy in his blind spot, but looks back to the quarterback, sees what's going on. Ball is coming. Break, drive on it, get your hands up. Does he get a, does he get his hands in there? Let's say. Yep. Play the ball at, at this point. Like, listen, at this, at this point, if you can, cause the thing is with him, like he's not going to see big Ben throwing the ball, find the ball, turn back to the receiver to, 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 to get, to play the ball. At this point, if you see the ball, get the ball. Sees the ball, plays the ball, pass deflection. Um, again, don't necessarily love him getting, letting this guy get outside. Um, and, and when you're in a cloud like that, you want, again, outside in, force him to go inside. You have help inside. But uh, with all that being said, he ends up reading the rest of the field, getting to, getting his eyes to the quarterback, seeing the balls flight in the air, playing that balls flight in the air. Read uh, offensive pass interference. Okay. Bottom of the screen, Claypool. It's not good for a guy who's a top five receiver, top three receiver getting OPIs. Yep. Flag there. Um, now again, with his coverage, do we want to see this? No. Can I understand him pressing and then like bailing immediately? Okay, cool. I don't necessarily love it, but I would get it. Um, but he tends to, to get to a backpedal really quickly to, to, to read. Um, but it allows guys to dictate more than you necessarily want it to. Um, both that being said, don't love the hands drop. Don't love the hop backwards playing a little bit of a bail. Okay. Is what it is. Again, not in love with it, but if you're going to, if you're going to just get into a backpedal, you know, you're going to, you're going to fake press backpedal. Okay. That's fine. You know, it is what it is. Outside leverage, backpedal, backpedal, Claypool commits to the outside. Reed opens up again, chokes that route off. Don't just, don't just get vertical. You know, if you, if obviously depending on, on the, at what point you are when he commits to getting vertical, cut the route off. If you, if you can stack them, just get on top of them, just completely cut that off or work into the hip and just squeeze them to the sidelines. So works into them, squeezes them to the sideline, squeezes them to the sideline, squeezes them to the sideline, looking back for the ball, you know, hands on feeling if he gears down, if he's positioning himself for the ball, whatever it may be. Um, and the ball gets thrown and Claypool is forced to very clearly push off push off ref. He doesn't catch any bounds anyway, which again, you'd think for a guy who's a top five receiver in the NFL, he would be able to catch this because if it wasn't, if, if they didn't call it OPI, you have a catch, but he couldn't catch it. And he had an OPI. So it's just a bad day for a top five receiver. Oops, wrong play. Read uh, where one third. Okay. Uh, he's going to be in a cover three. He's, he's a deep one third, deep third. Yeah, so opens up. He's he's gonna he's he's gonna match him. And again, anything like that that eight to twelve yards. Um, but because he drives down so quickly, he's not gonna he's not gonna match that because obviously any any type of concept there could be there could be a cross or a post, whatever, working to your side. So you're not gonna drive down on that. So he passes that off, communicates, communicates it, points at it, okay, crosser, whatever they gotta do. Now 
he keeps continues to drop into his into his deep third zone. Now you wouldn't want to see. You want to see him. You could read the quarterback, but you also want to read the rest of the route concepts. See if there's anything breaking towards your side that you can get either over top or underneath or just play the ball. Eventually finds it. Eyes sees this. React to that. Get underneath of it. And you see him, you're gonna see him going a full blown sprint. Get underneath of it. And uh would have been there obviously to play the ball if if it were to be there. But um good job with his awareness. Pass off, find the next threat. Would you like to see him find a little bit earlier? Maybe, you know, it looks at like the quarterback for, for, for a second there, but um, he could be trying to like undercut anything too. I would like to see him probably find that a little bit quicker to be honest, but he still does it. So it's a good job. Um, okay. Verse slant, reverse slant. Bottom of screen. Again, what do we say? Outside leverage. No man's land. And he tries to, he tries to, to use like a squirt release on, on exactly three steps, but gather one, two. Eek. That is an ugly release. Who is that? Gather one. The fact that he's breaking back inside off of his in, inside foot is terrible. This is a this is a really bad route to be completely honest. Um, now for Reed, we don't love jump split, jump split hands down. Now again, he opens he opens up at an angle to cut him off, not to d get directly towards him. He get he gets that hand in like he always does. You got you're gonna see, you're, you're seeing him jump, commit, hand match him vertically. It just it it can. Again, it allows the receiver to dictate a little bit. And if you start doing that all the time, they're going to know that, that you're going to do that. They're going to use diamond releases, squirt releases. Uh, this is semi-squirt. It's just not good at all. Reed is able to get a hand on, match him. He's going to ride out that inside hand. No, he's not able to. He had slips past him. But he plays it. He plays it okay. Um, again, we don't necessarily love that. This this motion gets hands on. The receiver squirts underneath. It's you know he squirts underneath. But it's not like a true squirt release, like a three step break, third step uh, off inside or uh, outside foot. He kind of gets boxed out. What is that? Is that Callaway? Is 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 one Marquis Callaway? I forget. But I do like the fact. Um, Hmm. I want to see this a little bit better. The only thing with this is we want to see him initially get his left hand onto the hip. We want to see him attach that left hand to the upfield hip. And then when he's playing this ball, when he's playing this ball, that left hand is going to pull, pull the, the, the hip. So it kind of turns the receiver's body away from the ball while also pulls Reed to, to, to play that ball. Hopefully it's a hand that's extended and not, not a swipe. But um, nonetheless, gets his, get tries to play it on the inside hand. He just doesn't necessarily pull himself through, so it doesn't pull the receiver back like it should. So he doesn't play it perfectly. Ball gets in there. Let's see. Is there, is there another angle? No, there's not. Oh, is that? Oh, that was third down too, wasn't it? I can't tell. It looks like it was third down by the way they reacted. But bad release. Read again. You he has to be careful because if, if this is a better receiver. He'd go one, 
Uh, well, it'd have been a lot different. This, this stop step re- that's terrible. That's, that's a terrible break, but re- he still gets beat. Why? Um, again, the, the, the whole jump splitting hopping is not helping him, uh, kind of shut routes down immediately. He's allowing guys to build up a little momentum. You're allowing guys to build up momentum at the, at the route break. If they're going to out physical you, you know, don't let them build up the momentum reads no man. Okay. No man's he's going to get beat here. Two to three yards off. Can't have it. It's just, it's no man's land all day long. Any hops, anything like that, it's just going to be exemplified. And here what happens read hands drop. Hand drop again. He's addicted to you. Your hand, your hands are dropping. All he does is it's not in the best release. He, he stretches him outside a little bit, gets vertical. Yeah, he just used that physicality all day. Yeah, it's 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 always gonna be hard for a guy like like Reed um, to necessarily match physicality at any point in the route. But if you can shut it down early it's a lot better than trying to shut it down late. That's, that's, that's what I will say. Um, and here, because he's so, because he's hoppy, because why he doesn't have hands on, he's not, he's not, he's not close enough to get like, like shuffles in and feel comfortable about it. So, um, the receiver who stems him outside a little bit, a little bit overreactionary. Why again, no man's land hops outside that gives him the, the inside to get vertical, hold his stem, break it off, gets inside gets vertical, bends it back into him a little bit, push off at the break point, get inside on the dig. Easy, easy completion. Um, because of that, he, he's pretty much gifting him an inside release because he hops the outside. And guys are going to do that all day long and they're going to stair step the crap out of you, which we've referenced before. We talked about stair step. Um, read, press, squeeze. Okay. We're seeing him eat up some ground now. Now he's on no man's land, you know, yard, yard and a half off. Little bit far, but again, he's off the line scrimmage. So he's pretty much as tight as he can be. So we're not gonna we're not gonna criticize that at all. Mention it again. Um, but now he's pressing. And what does he do? It looks like he gets a shuffle in. What happens? Completely shuts it down. It's just weird, you know. I don't know. So <clears throat> now we're seeing. Again, maybe a little bit far off. Um, the only thing with this is, so he's 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 patient here. He's over his toes. Watch the hand. Watch the hand dropping like it does. But with that being said, eyes seemingly, yeah, eyes are low. Let me see. We're seeing his eyes low onto the hips. He opens up to the or he starts to work to the outside. Reed gets a shuffle in hand on shuffle hand on lands. Good job landing. Work him to the sideline, squeeze him. Completely chokes that route off. Look, look where it ends up. Why? He's square and he's shuffling. It just, it's, it blows my mind. I don't know. It, it does work. I, I see people do it. I just, it just works. It's hard, but it works. Definitely not going to see a guy who gets shuffles and get, get beat as often. Press rep. Okay. Top of the screen. Okay. So one, we want to see him be a little bit more balanced and I don't know if they're hurrying up, whatever it may be. Cause it looks like guys are a little bit like scrambling to get into spots. 
the thing about his stance though, he's, he's, he's obviously high. So, um, movements from the lower body are going to be exemplified because he's not as close to the ground. It's just, I, I, I know how to explain it, but I don't feel like it right now. I don't, it's just like a straight leg to step is going to be, it's going to be more, more movement with a straight leg. If it's already bent, it's, it's just going to be like less, it's going to be quicker. I, I, it's, it's hard to explain straight legs, bigger steps, bent legs, not as, not, not as big steps, uh, quicker too. So a little bit high up hands drop and he's forced to, eh, does he get a shuffle in? Nah, he's eh, kind of, I guess kind of, yeah, he gets a shuffle in like right there. The thing I like about this press though is one is square, again, a little bit hoppy, a little bit high. I like that once the receiver commits to the outside, he throws that, he throws that punch just, just to match that, that, uh, um, that like that it's not offhand jam. It's the opposite, but jam with the, with the play side hand or the near side hand. The, yeah. I guess the near hand, near hand jam replace. <clears throat> Jam replace unless, and it, when, and the thing about it too, is if you're, if you're getting a shuffle in and you're going to, and you're going to press that outside hand here, you're going to be able to ride it out because you're balanced and you're underneath that hand. When, when he's, when he gets a shuffle in, but he's like kind of shuffling slash opening, you're not going to keep, you're not going to be able to keep that right hand on because you're turning your hips to open vertical. So you, you don't want, you don't want to keep the hand on when you're turning away from it. Um, because of, you know, the, the, the big movements and stuff like that. If he was more balanced, Got that shuffling, right at the hand all the way to the sideline. In this spot, when you're forced to open, you got to replace. You know, one open, replace. What does he do? As he opens, one open, replace. Squeeze him to the sideline, stack it. Get hands on, stack that route. Okay, could clean up a little bit, but it's still, the result is still very, very good. Um, read trap. Okay, so we're gonna see a trap. So they're they're really reading two, two cuts out. He break he 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 breaks on it. And one, the the the, the safety here is gonna have to cheat over to the over to the top of one, because if he is to break on if he is to break on that, he's not gonna he's he's reading that more. He's gonna be a little bit more tight which he's not going to reroute as, but as, as good on this, which can threaten vertically. Um, so he's going to have to play over the top of one. Read. What does he do? I like the fact that he switches his stance right before the snap. Why? It screws guys up. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to release third verse, verse, you know, him, him bailing him, sh him shuffling. And then he turns to the last second and your mind has to figure out a new release in the quarter versus, you know, split second. So, I like that. Get a shuffle in, shuffle, widen them. And again, you're not showing, you're not necessarily, you know, you're, you're, you're widening them. But with that being said, where are his eyes? On Rodgers. On Rodgers, on Rodgers. Steve's going to throw that out route. Throws that out route. Jump it. Play the ball. Smack out of there. So good to read and widen. I don't know. I don't think it's even his peripheral. I'm not sure. Or I'm not sure if he's just reading Rogers and he's anticipating the, the outside break, but he breaks it. 
And what that, what that allows that a lot of teams to do too, is like a lot of teams, um, a lot of teams, like they'll have this, this linebacker match, match the two, or at least like widen out with them. And it'll take him out of the run game. If there, if there were to be a running back here, but like with these like palms defenses, these two reads and stuff like that, it allows the linebacker to stay in the box because if it does, if he, or at least closer in, in the box tighter, because if he does break outside, he doesn't have to worry about chasing him. He, just, he um, the, the corner's going to jump him. Uh, and you're going to see some that's in, uh, involved in cover three too. Um, I'm just trying to think what it's called. I forget. Nonetheless, two read. Widen. Read that break if it's a two, jump it. Make that hit. People are, and people, I, I think a lot of people thought this was just generic cover two. Um, but not with the way he was playing over the one like that. Yeah. Good job. That trap trap to read. Same stuff. Um, okay. Read verse screen top of the screen here. Quick, very quick, but he is a smart player and he's dropping into some type of zone has his eyes inside but he notices, and I'm not sure, again, I'm not sure if it's peripheral, I'm not sure exactly what it is, but he notices while he's reading the quarterback, he notices his bubble. So something's not right here. He's going to hand it off, but he's running a bubble. It's just, it's, it's just not right. It registers in his head. Okay, it's a screen. We're trying to run a fake play action bubble screen, which is kind of interesting. Breaks on it. Now the ball is not there because it's a pass deflection, but if the ball were to, were to get there, Reed's going to make the tackle. So it's really just a quick trigger and quick awareness of, of, of this. I don't care that he wasn't there. The process would have, was clean. It was definitely clean. Read cloud. Top of the screen. Can play outside and get that reroute. Good job. Yeah. So the thing I really like about this is there, there, what there's two threats. Yeah, there's two threats. So he, again, he wants to play outside and he wants to get hands on. He wants to reroute to the middle of the field or to the, or to the deep cover two safety. So he does a good job staying outside in, getting hands on, reading um, if there's anything else threatening that, that, that uh, curl to flat. He has 28, which is what Dylan, Dylan starts to break outside, read, matches that break or, or starts to work towards that break because if the ball is there, that's is his responsibility. So he starts to work towards that break. Then what do you see Dylan do? Dylan runs... Um, like a, like a Texas almost, not a, not a Texas. Texas is a concept to me. It's an angle route. A Texas is a seam with a angle route behind it. But a lot of people call it a Texas route, but a Texas is a concept. It's not the route. But I, I guess if coaches call it, okay, it's a Texas route. Now it's a Texas route, but Texas is the concept. It's not the route. The route is an angle. Breaks outside, breaks back inside. Reed notices that. Okay, there's nobody else in my zone now. So what am I going to do? I'm going to get, I'm going to get, I'm going to, I'm going to find Demonte Adams to see if he's running a corner or something like that. Because again, there's no other person who's going to threaten his own. So now you can get vertical, play anything vertical. So, okay. He's breaking back inside. Confirm that eyes are back there. Whip his head around. Find your other threat. Finds Devonte Adams, who it looks like Rogers might be looking at initially comes off of it. Now I'm not sure if he's looking at, Dylan here, which if he was, he would probably just thrown it. I think he's looking to Devante because you have the cover two who was distracted by, or the, or the curl to flat 
who rerouted them is distracted by this high safety. You're going to trust, you know, Devonta Adams to beat Jamal Adams on a corner out because he's not going to draw down on fast enough. Uh, but Reed does a really good job again, just understanding, okay, he's not my threat anymore. You know, guy in the middle will pick this up. Let me find something else. Finds it, gets underneath of it, makes Rogers uh, throw it somewhere else. And that, that player does not pick up the first down like Devonte would have, if he was not there. Um, Read MD tackle. I'm, I'm supposed to miss tackle. Uh, bottom screen here. Made tackle? MD tackle? I'm not sure what that means. Okay, yeah, missed tackle. Uh, gets into his into his zone drop. Rogers sort of quick screen to uh, was that Aaron Jones. Now he has to take an angle. So we saw this twice. He has to take an angle to the outside in. We do want that. We cannot be so far outside that you cannot make the tackle, though. We want to, at this point, confirm you, you confirm that it's there, and start just working your way over the top to an outside in angle. But you can't. It's just. It's. It's really. It's. It's as simple as that. It's, there's really. There's really not much more I can explain. You, you want to play outside in, but you can't. You can't have a space yay big. You have to have a space yay, yay big outside in, but not too much. He's playing it way too far outside. The horizontal distance between them is not is not good enough. You want to play it so far outside, enough outside where he's not going to be able to break and beat you outside, but at the same time, you can drive and at least get to him inside. So you want a couple of feet, a couple of yards, not five. Crosses his face, lets up a few more yards, but we got to see him be tighter there. Let's see, 43. Oops. Okay, 44. Uh, Reed beat McLaurin. Okay. Top of the screen right here. Gets beat on a, uh, it's an up, it's an up and out comeback. Yeah. Out, up. Come back. If you have enough time for those, for those routes, it's usually after, yeah, it's usually after play action like this one is because it's longer, it's longer developing, but you have guys who mentally are thinking, okay, you know, out and up. Oh shit. I got over top of it. You know, awesome job. Commit fully vertical. And they sit it back down and it's just, it's, it's game over. It's honestly, it's a really, it's a really tough spot to, to be in, especially it looks like they're running like cover three. So he's going to play that outside third. So he maintains his outside leverage. He get, he's starting to weave it over the top. I like that. We have we have um, McLaurin who opens up deep. The only the only way he does not get beat here is if is if he's a little more patient with playing it over the top. It's not easy. Like he gets into he gets into a pedal slash weave. Okay, cool. He commits or, or McLaurin you know commits deep at least at least as Reed thinks opens up with him. Um, works to get vertical. Now the only thing is he, you know, again, the only thing he'd do here is be a little bit more patient in terms of running full speed. You see, he's running full speed right there. When he, when he opens up, he's full blast. When you have that much room under, under, underneath run 90 instead of a hundred, that's the only thing I would have got him back in this play. That's it's That's, that's a hard spot to be in guys running in a, a, an out and up comeback off a of play action and it's a good throw, good timing. It's versus Terry McLaurin. Listen, there's just some times you're going to get beat. Like uh, you, you can't, you can't always, you can't always win. Reed man coverage third, top of the screen. 
Way too much spacer here. Way too much. Let's see. Now, with that being said, he still he still is able to even even pass his flaws of completely hopping backwards with his hands down. He's able to stay on the route. Why? Because he stays square at the minimum. He stays square. Receiver starts to stem inside, matches that stem, gets hands on, works to keep hands on, works to stay square. Listen, if, if, if I'm over the top of the guy and he's working into me and I have hands on, there's no reason for him to flip and run or speed turn, do anything like that. Just stay over the top of him. Stay over the top of him. Stay over the top of him. Breaks inside and completely smothers the route. Now, again, do we love that? No, but do we love the fact that he is still able to regain his balance and kind of stay over, you know, over his toes um, and is able to, again, get physical and match that break. And you could, you could see how athletic he is. Like, like just like this movement, like boom right there and match. It looks so smooth, but that's not easy. He could be sticky like that. Um, he, could, he could fix up that, that initial part of it though. Read versus Terry, top of the screen. Nice low stance, drops the hands, looks like a little bit of jump split. So no man's land. No man's land, if, any, if anything here, because you're no man's land, there's no reason for you to hop and there's no reason for you to drop your hands. If, if anything, if you're gonna play like this, inch back, take two to three steps, not even a back pedal, just, two, just creep, like people call it creep. Just creep, creep backwards and play it. Okay. Don't love it. I would get it more than being reactionary and, and hopping backwards with that though, similar situation. He's able to stay square after the hop. He kind of regains his balance receiver stems in, um, or sorry, McLaurin stems vertical, gets his hands on matches, hands on, hands on, hands on McLaurin breaks inside. Um, and, and, uh, Reads able to stay over the top of it. Now, again, just clean up this part. But we see his athleticism take over. Match the break. For the most part, he, he creates separation for a second. That's going to happen sometimes. Read versus Terry. Oops. Yeah, read versus Terry, top of the screen. Inside leverage. A little bit of no man's line going on, as per usual. Another good play, though for the most part heavy inside, but now at least eh, he kind of ends up jumping anyway. It's like a jump slash shuffle. No, it's a shuffle. It's just a kind of a jumpy shuffle. So a little bit of kick step right there. Look over the toes, over the toes, over the toes, kick step. Look, he's still, he's still on balance. The problem is because, because he's so far, because he's so far over the top, for him to shuffle, if he doesn't get to the spot where he's going to cut him off, he's completely screwed because he's he's flat now. Has to is forced to turn and run when he's already past his level again. Sorry for the dog barking in the back, but um, yeah, shuffling can be risky when you're when you're when you're off like that. So he ends up. Um, I lost my train of thought now. He ends up shuffling though, getting a little bit risky, but you could shuffle and not have to stand in a complete line. Like some guys will shuffle, but at an angle, like they'll, they'll open the gate a little bit and, and, and shuffle 
to cut them off vertically, but still stay relatively square where you could still get, you know, get hands on and match them and all that stuff. But, um, when you're closer, you're able to, to shuffle at a more of an aggressive angle. He shuffles as he opens a little bit, like he, he, he opens slash shuffles, which does its job and hand drop. Don't love that. McLaurin, not much with his release at all. Just like a speed release to the outside. Shuffle, hand on, got a good strike timing. Accuracy, boom, right to the shoulder. Shoulder chest area. Works the hand, rides it out a little bit. Cuts it off vertically. Squeeze him to the sideline. Squeeze him, squeeze him, squeeze him. Get hands on. McLaurin obviously pushes off. He's able to... Uh, pretty much match the break. You know, again, he, he, he gets pushed. So he, yeah, he falls a little bit, but you can see how athletic he is in terms of just getting back to that, to that route. So uh, read willing to bang top of the screen. Now we have some off coverage. Yeah. It's just this. This is just a mentality play. It's, there's not really not much to break down. Obviously, uh, you know, with outside zone or whatever with Antonio Gibson. Trust me, right here. There are plenty of quarter, there are plenty of quarter, uh, quarter or cornerbacks who are doesn't matter if you're six three, two ten, who are going to see Gibson, who's you know, what a bust of a fantasy pick he was last year. Nonetheless, a lot of guys see him running out of bounds. We'll just let him run out of bounds. Reed is one of those guys who's going to try to throw a shoulder too. You know, uh, Gibson is going to do it. Reed's not going to back down. There's no reason for him to do this. Not necessarily the smartest. Hold on. What the? I did not notice that. <laughs> okay. So again, willing to bang. The thing I did not notice was Pete Carroll eating shit over the, uh, over the sticks. So let's watch Pete Carroll. Just completely eat it. I did not notice that. <laughs> let's watch let's watch a breakdown thinks it's coming at him i gotta get out of the way i don't want to fall i don't want to fall and falls <laughs> and then after the play we like read barking a little bit too by the way but i did not notice that that's great he's about that he's definitely about that so read tackle okay okay um read tackle bottom of the screen Simple. It's, it's, there's not much to break down in the first part. Ball is handed off. It's an outside zone. Reed eventually realizes an outside zone. Um, again, wants to maintain, he, he wants to squeeze down the run, but he still wants to maintain outside leverage. Like he, he wants to close distance between them horizontally, but still while staying outside. So ideally, he just drive this guy into there, or obviously completely clear him, but goes back to maintain outside leverage. Maintain outside leverage, work his hands, work his hands. Again, outside half free. Good job. Sees Gibson commit to it. Drop his hips, cross the face of the defender or the of the um, of the receiver. Dive, make the tackle. Not the easiest spot to be in. There, there's, not gonna, there's not a lot of receivers who are in this situation with Gibson running, you know, pretty much clean up the field and are going to make a tackle. If he didn't, maybe he breaks the tackle, maybe it's a touchdown. Hell of a job by Reed. That's a great job again. Uh, read man one cross. Okay. Uh, use a man coverage. 
and there's going to be a robber in, in, in one <clears throat> in one. So it's one cross, one robber. Yep, he's reading anything cross across the field. One robber or, or cross. And in terms of read, it looks really. It's, it's, this is it's, it's Seattle's like thing is really high. Oh, I, I just got really confused for a second. I'm like, isn't he on the 49ers? <laughs> just, that was that was a brain fart. Okay, no man's land. Let's let's eliminate that. Let's we're talking too much about that in this review. Obviously, it's going to be weakness, right? So, no man's land um, paired with a hop. You're, we're going to see him. We're going to see the receiver use a stretch, stretch release. Work vertically. Notice his read is high anyway, so he just tries to cross his face to get back outside, which he's allowed to do. Not what he's allowed to do, which which I think is is not a bad decision necessarily by the receiver. Hop. Starts to open with the receiver as the receiver stems inside. Notices him start to stem to the outside. Throw that like containment punch. Get that hand on. Replace one, two. One, two, match them vertically. So again, not the cleanest, not the cleanest. He starts to gear down with them. Match the break underneath. Look back for the ball, hand on. You see the hand is on. Again, feel that because a lot of guys are lazy with that. They don't have that hand on. What happens? He's waiting, you know, the corner at this point is waiting for the ball to be delivered, wherever it may be. And then, oh shit, there's a scramble drill. He breaks vertical or across the field, whatever he loses them, can't find them. And it's a big, it's a big, big gain in front of touchdown. So good job maintaining that contact um, right there. So uh, read on, let me see. 51. Okay. We got a uh, 17 plays left. Read tackle top of the screen. End around, uh, Kittle. Again, not so. So now we have a situation where, if I was to tell you, you have Kyle Yushchek running at Reed with him leading a block for George Kittle. Does he or does he not make the play? I think a hundred out of a hundred people will say he's not going to make that play. Reed, big F you to you guys who doubt him. Outside leverage, outside leverage, play with extension. Like he, he's. He might be better with his hands than the defensive lineman we have. I'm joking, obviously. Well, maybe Solomon, Solomon Thomas sometimes, but uh, I actually like Solomon Thomas, to be honest, for the price he got. Uh, well, that breakdown's coming soon. I just finished him. Um, but outside leverage, extension, hands on. He commits to the inside. Reed, still outside, but sees that commitment. And, and the thing I like about this, too, is he. he he stacks them, but like creates that he creates distance to just like reassess. Season commit to the inside. Gets a hand on. I can't tell exactly what he does. It looks like he actually falls. He falls and maybe gets a hand on there. Nonetheless, I, I like the way that he that he plays that. Did he miss a tackle? I mean it's a tackle, not really watch because he falls. He gets something in there. It's a half tackle. Uh read tackle. Okay, 52. 
bottom of the screen. Tackle plays are always easier for corners. Similar thing. He's, he's, he's really he's a really good tackling corner for the most part. You know, again, there's a player or two that we can get beat on, but um, we have a one one back power. Reed notices it, notices the breaking outside. Main team, he wants to get he wants to get to the outside. Shuffles to the outside. Blocker comes towards him. Extension hand placement. Extension hand placement. Works to the outside again. Use that length of that inside arm. Clear that outside half. Clear that outside half. Clear that outside half. And the running back just runs right into him and he makes a tackle. Right? Simple as that. That's exactly why he that's exactly why you, you want to maintain your outside leverage and you want to clear that outside half. Or or keep that outside half clear. You engage with that inside hand, but that outside half is, is committed to the running back. Is that Elijah Mitchell? What is he doing? Cross the helmet. Try to wrap up. Roll. Good job. Two seconds. All right. This went through this play, right? Let me see here. Just give me a second for some clerical work for myself. Uh, yes, we just did that play. Okay. Next play, 53. 53 tackle, top of the screen. Just, like... Again, it's just it's 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 his aggressiveness. It's the it's the willingness. Um, it's the trigger. Okay. Obviously, we have uh, Ayuk who's not working towards Reed. Reed sees that, tips him off, looks into the backfield immediately. You see him like that. You see that motion immediately clicks into the backfield. Okay, read it. See what's going on. Sees the toss. Sees the toss. Closes ground on the toss. Kittle's coming. Okay. He's got to, he's got to slow his feet. He's got to get square. He's got to stack them. Work his feet, get square, stack them, extension. Work to the running back. Cross his helmet, get that tackle. Again, another spot where I told you, okay, Kittle's lead blocking for the running back. Reads on the outside. Is he going to make a play? And, and is able to maintain outside or outside in leverage, outside, hands on. Like hell of a play there, man. It's a hell of a play. Let's watch again. He deserves it. That's really, really good. He's gonna help. He's gonna help on the on, in run defense, that's for sure. Is he gonna help so much with the Jets or top half of the league? No. I'm I'm taking I'll I'll sign up for anything not in the bottom ten right now, to be honest, but uh is what it is. Bottom of the screen. Read pass deflection. Okay, so now we have a we have a similar play to the slant last time. That's time he just pulled himself through, right? So no man's land. Gotta squash that. Talked about why literally a thousand times in this show because I hate when corners do it. No man's land ends up jump splitting a little bit because of it. With that being said, yes, he jump splits, but is he still balanced? For the most part, yes, maybe a little bit wide, maybe sitting back a tiny, tiny bit right there, but still close, still square, lands the hands. Again, one, two, one, two. Why? He's not going to be able to ride out that inside hand because he's not going to be able to match him horizontally. He's not going to be able to shuffle and, and just and match that hand. So inside, outside, open, run with him, run with him, run with him, run, run with him. 
looking back to the quarterback now, why? Because he's closed enough ground. He's afforded himself to do that. Left hand on, pull through. Left hand on, pull through. That brings him to the ball. Last time, he tried to kind of jump with both and pull through the last second. This time, it's, it's, it's pretty evident. Left, then jump, pull through. Left, jump, pull through, pass deflection. That you, there's not a better way to play that ball th- than this. And he's getting extension. Again, when you get that extension and you're playing through the hands or playing to the ball, that extension allows you to play that ball the entire time your hand's extended. The, the problem with swipes is when you swipe, you're only playing that plane of the ball. Like let's say the ball is coming this way, you swipe it, and you can miss. So it has to be perfectly timed to hit that ball. So just, pl- just play straight the entire time. So stab it. Stab through, pass deflection. That's really, really good job. Read, force, drop, aware. Okay, bottom of the screen. Again, just, just, just the ability of read. I'm probably, I'm assuming I'm listening to my strengths and weaknesses. Him playing outside of assignment in, uh, in zone. So. Drops back, uh, and they're running another one of these like invert twos, yeah, like invert two, and he, the number one threat, his cloud, is working inside. So what's his next? What's his? What is his next uh, threat? The the short to intermediate, uh, the short to intermediate part of the number twos route. So gets underneath of that. Why to carry that to the safety? Outbreak whatever short or or, or stops right here. He's going to undercut it, break it up. Does that, matches it, plays underneath of it while reading the quarterback because he's going to try to take, he's going to try to ride the quarterback's eyes to the ball. Sees the quarterback looking deep, shoulders deep, uh, hallway deep to the inside. Sorry, deep to the inside. Where does that take him? To this receiver, Ayuk. Breaks towards it, makes the hit. Legal lunges towards him, hits him in the back, pops the ball out. So he goes, he goes from reading the one to the quarterback, getting underneath of the two. You can see him checking the one again, checking the two. He's still inside reading Garoppolo, Garoppolo through it. Where is the ball going towards the inside athletic ability? Take over, break towards it, pop the ball out. He's excited about it and he deserves to be right there. Um, oop, let me just hoping this work, hope, hoping it works where I extend it a little bit. So it's bigger for you guys. I know that was a problem. Um, bottom of the screen read nearly beat deep. Okay. Ooh, I don't know what happened right there. What happened? So, okay. Well, initially he uses that like split release and gather step. No, nah, more like a split release. Um, playing pretty far off again, he's forced to open instead of shuffle because why, if he were to dive inside and he shuffles and he passes his plane, you're, you're pretty screwed. So when you, when you open that gate and you play it over the top again, you're just kind of hedging your bets. So opens up, hedges his bets, um, gets the jam on there with that near hand. Okay. Or yeah, with it, within your hand at this point, I like that. Now, 
I don't know. So he, he goes to, to cut back outside and almost uses like a push by throw by whatever you want to call it initially right here. And then tries to wipe that arm away, which is fine. I don't know why Reed at this point doesn't just flip and, and turn with him. You see how he hesitates, takes an extra step and then runs. I'm not sure what happens there. It looks like maybe a little bit of a brain fart. Maybe he thought maybe his eyes got attached to one of these guys and thought that maybe like this whip or not this whip, but this route um, pivot, whatever was going to be completed. And he was going to try to drive down on it, but I'm, yeah, I'm not sure exactly why the hesitation comes because that gives him enough room vertically to, to say he's beat, he's beat right there. Obviously if, it, if this ball is released, he's, he's done. So um, initially it's not bad. I just don't know why he hesitates because he was that looked at chalk up to a brain fart. Read, read nearly beat deep, beat, uh, beat deep brain fart. Squeeze stack, um, bottom of the screen. Okay, we like the stance. We do not like the distance. Very, very similar. Uh, that one's very, very quick too, which is cool. A little bit of a kick step, kick step. But he, you see, you see, he's the, with a kick step, he's still leaning a little bit backwards. Then he hops into it. Hands drop. Hop again. Do not love that. Uh, I think Odin's going to eliminate that from him. Maybe Seattle guys gave him. Okay. Well, listen. He hops all the time. He's always over the top, and he's patient. It's fine. Uh, I don't necessarily love it. It works out sometimes. Some other times it's not. Especially if you have a really good route runner underneath. So hops. Receiver commits to the outside. He opens up. Commits to the outside. Gets both hands on. Again, you, you know, we talk about those two-handed jams. You got to be close, confident that you're going to get it when you're opening up. When you're, when you're starting to open, two-handed jams aren't as bad because you're not locking yourself. When you're square and you're shooting two hands, you got to be really careful. But when you're starting to open and you're shooting, you're not going to get locked because you're already opening up. If that's not going to completely eliminate the, the momentum from your lower body. It might slow you down a little bit, so you have to still be careful. Um, but still, lands two hands. Now, again, you're, over the, you're, 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 in his, you're in his hip to over the top. Can you just cut him off? Don't just run with him. Don't just let him take it vertical. Squeeze him to the sideline. Squeeze him. Squeeze him. Now that he's so squeezed, what is he doing? Exactly what we talked about before. Play, play, uh, not through the receiver, but to the ball. If you, if you stack him like this, you squeeze them, you know, pretty much like almost like hip to hip, play the ball. Now you're the receiver. You know, he, he can't make a catch on the sideline. I think that's is, was 15 Greg Jennings for them last year? I always forget. Is it Greg Jennings? Maybe it's not Greg Jennings. I know Greg Jennings, the receiver for the Packers. Is there another one? Jennings? I don't, I don't know. 10 plays left. Beat slant. Uh, it's, it's really hard to play slants when you're over the top of this. I'm assuming he's just going to stem towards him. He's going to hop back. He's going to break inside. It's going to be really, really simple. Okay. Yeah, sim similar thing. It's, we could do this one quick. He, okay, cool. Kick step. Still balanced. Oh, if you could just time your route and... and doesn't have to be the break, the actual route break, just getting vertical into your stem off of, off of the timing of his, of him, of his hop. He's never going to be able to beat you. So hops, he, uh, we have the receiver who takes the inside and now that he takes the inside, guess what? Because he hopped, there's a lot of distance to go right here. Obviously anticipating he's, he's going to continue inside. There's a lot of distance. So he's not going to be able to shuffle. Now he's going to have to open and he's not going to be able to, again, cut him off because it's, it's, it's sketchy, especially I think 
Uh, actually, I don't know who 12 is. I, I, I don't know on their team. I forget. Um, but he has to take a conservative angle to play over the top. Again, aggressive. He gets past that plane. He stacks him. It's over. He has to take an aggressive angle or, or, or a soft angle. So he takes that soft angle over the top. Not conducive to playing slants. Soft angle over the top. Slant, beat, catch. Is that on a... Oh, it's on, it's on a... It's on third and like a million to go. Um, but he sets them up in field goal range, nonetheless. You know, they weren't in field goal range. Now they, now they are. 48-yard field goal instead of you beat them or you don't get beat and it's, it's a punt, most likely. So, yeah, you can play conservatively. Um, more conservatively there, but we still don't want to see him let the guy get into field goal range, right? So, is this going to be a similar thing here? Bottom, like the stance. Hands are going to drop. He's going to hop. Brandon Cooks, who should be on the Jets, um, is going to beat him on a slant. See, if you time that break with that hop, widen, wait back onto the heels, hop, break. You're, it's 10 times out of 10. He makes that, you know, just make that catch. Does he get into the end zone? Let's see. Uh, no, his knee is down there. Knees down. So, um, yeah, that's 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 all it is. There's there's literally no reason to break it down. Just get tighter, stay square. Do not hop, especially off and and hopping. No thing he could do right there. And look what Cooks does in that time. Breaks. No go. Read off coverage. Top of the screen. Again, patience here. Um, looks like they they have just a, like a uh no it's a it's a it's a cover three but they're these 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 curl the flats are really tight uh they're really tight to the eggs angles and they bite on the blitz it's a little or bite on the play action a little bit weird but we have a three um and Reed is playing his his outside his outside third I I really don't don't get that but uh nonetheless he plays his outside third with the receiver who stems him inside and we're, we're going to again see a situation where where reed trusts himself deep like he starts to open up right here just in case he really does turn on the jets and starts running you know full speed vertical so he opens up himself and or he positions himself to be able to run with him but you can see he's not committing to it he's not committing not committing not committing sees the break coming Sees the break, sees the break, cuts him off. Cuts him off, get hands on, game over. He tries to throw and he, uh, I don't know, I can't tell if he, he probably doesn't break it up, but inside hand, plays it with the outside hand. I can't exactly tell. It looks like he plays it with the outside hand, but again, just watch the patience right there. That's the important part is, is when he opens reading that break too. Uh, read third. Okay. Press. Again, um, good job. So we're sitting now we're seeing outside leverage, but especially because, and this is, we're going to see sauce a lot doing pretty much, pretty much man coverage. You're going to, you're going to see three here. You're going to see like, it's like three lock. Um, people call it combo. And there are combo coverages, but there's more, there's, there's actually a couple zone droppers. Um, 
but he's, he's locked right here, right? Where is he? They don't lock him. I, I guess they don't, I, don't, I guess they don't lock him, but you're going to see with the jets, a lot of this, and this is going to be strict, just straight man, straight man. And it's, this is almost going to be almost going to be man with this, uh, with the hook to curl. He breaks, he might, he might like, uh, he might look to rob anything come across the field or like drop into like a hole. But, uh, with Reed, he opens up, he bails into his three or shuffles into his three, but he's playing it pretty tightly. So he knows this is his only threat at, at this moment. He's still in his, in his zone drop, but he's going to play it tight. He's not playing like a typical three where he's really high over the top because there's no reason to be because this is just his, this is his guy. So yeah, he'll play outside. He'll shuffle anything that breaks inside. He'll pass it off all that stuff. Oh, well, maybe he won't, he won't pass it off. He'll probably, he'll probably match it to a certain point. He'll, he'll really carry it because again, there's no other threat. Um, so shuffles again, not fully committing. We're seeing him not fully commit to that shuffle. Um, just maintaining his outside leverage, but playing pretty patiently over the top receiver goes to break outside because he's not playing it too aggressively over the top and he's not running full, full sprint. He's a, he's able to gear down, cut off the, the route break, get hands on match it. So again, just good job in, 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 in his, in his third, knowing that this is his only threat. He could play tighter, uh, towards it. And again, showing patience and not completely bailing. Um, read beat inside. Okay. Top of the screen right here. I'm going to say no man's land. Yes. I'm going to say no man's land. And what are we seeing? Hand drop hop. Now we're seeing receiver who's not necessarily Brandon cooks. I don't know who that is actually. Uh, I, I, I don't know his number, but or I don't know the number, whoever it is with, with the hop again, one he's, now not having that forward momentum to, to really get physical. And if you're hopping back, you're allowing this guy to take the inside. Does he have outside leverage? So yes, he has a little bit of outside leverage and a hop receiver. It's going to take the inside, goes to chop it. It doesn't matter because now at this point, you're allowing this guy to hold his line because you hop back. He's dictating to you. He's going to push off and he's going to win inside every time. If, if, if he's a good route runner. Push off, break. Is that a is that was that Marvin Jones? I'm not saying Brown was 18, right? That, that might be saying Brown, honestly. Um, but yeah, the the like I said, the the hop. He tries he tries to get like half of a shuffle and get hands on. But listen, he's he's not he's not uh he's not Brandon Browner. Like he's not gonna be able to stop him with that. Um and that'd be even sketchy for Brandon Browner to to try to even get two hands on that there. That'd be a really bad decision for Brandon Browner. He's a little bit more or obviously a lot more athletic, so he can do that type of stuff. But watch the two hands. Again, doesn't matter. He has the inside stem, inside stem and vertical on an inside break, <clears throat> and reads on the outside, especially due to his size. I guess the size can help him break quicker, but it's gonna, it's going to be hard for him. To, he's going to get boxed out. Nearly beat deep. Okay, so he's not playing well this game or these last couple of plays I recorded. No good. No man's land. Terrible. We don't want that ever. Um. Well, this. Is that third down? Yeah, it looks like th so they're playing Tampa. 
they're playing Tampa. I'm not sure. <laughs> hmm. The only thing with the only thing with Reed is I'm not sure why he's not playing outside and and fun and 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 forcing that into the to the safety. And the safety's not even looking at the one. So maybe they do just lock him. So maybe maybe he's locked and then rest is covered too. That's what it looks like just based on how this is all played, and he's never looked. So I think I think he's locked right here. Um but nonetheless, we're seeing a similar thing where we're seeing um it's it's not as bad, obviously. We're we're seeing him get a little bit wide right there. But I actually like the, the the patience. The thing with it is, though, he jump splits a little bit, so he's off balance, and he's not able to um, – well, he's not able to shuffle, really. We want to see him at this point, again, be balanced, not be as wide. Shuffle, hand, replace. But he gets a little flat-footed. Yeah. We, 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 at this point, like, if you're going to play in no man's land, at least run your feet. Like, I, I – I never really want to see it, but inch back, run your feet. We don't want him to be completely flat. So he's flat, outside hand, outside punch gets defeated, and he's able to stack him. This is this is just because of his his feet just being so flat and playing off again. You know, playing that playing that no man's land. You're depending everything on that on that shoot. If that doesn't land cleanly, if you're not able to ride that out. He's going to stack you. That's exactly what happens. Obviously, he's not targeted, but we we do need to see more active feet. So next, read interception. Bottom of screen here. Um, So this could be this could be it could be a couple of things in this defense. It could be it could be a three or just they're 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 locking they're locking the weak side. Um but again, because he's vertical, he's gonna match anything to the flat. He's playing that curl of flat, he's gonna play anything vertical. So I think once he breaks outside, he's just gonna stay with it and 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 read once he takes it vertical, he's just gonna match it pretty much. You know, he take he breaks inside pretty quickly. Nonetheless, gets over uh, the the ball is is fumbled too off the snap. I'd have to watch this a bunch of times. Um, three. Okay, yeah, regardless. Um, um, plays over the top of this. Ball is fumbled. Okay. Reed sees that, I think. Sees the break from, from St. Brown. He just runs that snag. They're just, they're just running like that. It's one, two. Goff sees that open, sees him carry, open window, read, nice break to the ball. Again, now we like him pulling himself through, extending, arm extended, playing through the hands to the ball. Through the hands to the ball, pass the flexion, finds it, pick, and um, returns it for a couple of yards. Now, again, I don't, I don't want to watch this a thousand times. To Looks like these guys are meant to be locked. Or or Reed just starts to starts to match because he's matching anything to the flat right there, so that's why he matches because he knows that's that's already matched. I, I don't know. Um, nonetheless, he's afforded he's afforded the the opportunity to work back to the receiver because Goff is not in position to throw the ball right here like when he should. As soon as he goes to clear, this ball should be there like now. 
or sorry, it should be thrown like now as that linebacker is clearing and open his hips or the safety, whatever it is. Reed again, works back to the ball. I like the extension, the athleticism, finding the ball again, obviously then making the play. Three plays left, beat slant. I'm assuming I'll hop back. It's, it's, it's really, it's a lot of this review is this, which is kind of crazy. I didn't think it was going to be 35 plays of him almost getting beat because of the hopbacks, but it's obviously a very, very large weakness we're going to have to work on because if he doesn't do that, there's not a lot of recorded that he got beat otherwise. So kick step inside. Okay. But the hands are dropped again. You're not taking a bit like if he, if he were to just play aggressive, take the advantage of his foot speed and his hand speed, his accuracy, his aggression. Like I, he could be so much better in press than he is, but it's the no man's land. It screws up everybody. So Hands drop, giving too much room underneath. The uh, the receiver kind of like walks it out. Yep. Uh, does it, oh, let me see. Oh, hop step. One, two, almost like a three. Almost like hop steps three times. Breaks underneath. Why? Reed's just playing, he's just playing conservative over the top. Backpedal, backpedal, backpedal. Hit speed. It's too simple. Get your hands on. No man's land backing up. You're just, you're going to get beat all day underneath all day. Read interception. Top of the screen. Similar thing. We saw one of the first plays, right? Where he's, he's playing his curl to flat. They're playing Tampa. He's playing his curl to flat, but you gotta be mindful that smash concepts, um, a lot. Yeah. Any type of smash variation, any high low here to the sideline is a weakness, but you want to play under the high to the low. You want to play the curl, to the flat. It's on a flat curl zone. It's a curl to flat. Curl to flat. So he notices the break. Okay. He has that. He has that under control. He has that contain. If he throws it there, he'll break towards it or break it up, make a tackle, whatever it may be. This is the weak spot. So him being athletic and him being smart knows he can cover that ground and still get back to this. So he starts to work, um, uh, work down the field or work up the field, whatever you want to call it. Again, split that difference read the quarterback. And if you split the difference and you're reading the quarterback, if you're fast enough, you could break to, you could break to the catch point. Confirm it confirms that's where the ball is going at that point tracks. It makes the, uh, the leaping interception, but it's hell of a play splitting the difference between that. Not, not there's like people, I think I might've said this in the past, which isn't fair to corners cover two. If you're if you're getting target on smash concepts, cannot there's not a lot of corners who make this play. Is is Bryce Hall make this play? Probably not. You know, like you need to be pretty athletic to split difference between these guys. So really good job of splitting the difference and reading the quarterback, reading the flight of the ball, picking the ball off. That's that's as pretty as it gets in terms of a cloud. Uh, Reed versus Sluggo. Okay, I guess one play from this Cardinals game. Top of screen here again. You know, no man's land. I want to cut my tongue out when I say that so much patience it's that's that's all that play is to to wrap it up he's patient he's confident in himself but do we want to see that hopping hands dropped no the receiver isn't doing this is the 20 million dollar receiver right not really doing too much with his release we have Reed who again is not in the most ideal position but with that being said, is still balanced, 
is still square. Receiver breaks it inside. He also breaks it inside, but what does he want to do? He wants to play that upfield shoulder because if he cuts, he has to cut through that shoulder right back towards Reed. You don't want to get too far in front of it. You want to get too far behind it. So play that upfield shoulder. He cuts. Look where he cuts to. Right back into Reed. Reed feels that break coming before it even comes. Puts on the brakes. Hands on. Again, got to be confident you're going to land this two-hander. You're going to shoot him. He's confident. Lands him. Completely cuts it off. Uh, Kirk was not even close to making that play. So that's it for the film. Um, yeah, that's it for the film of this. Obviously getting dark in here now. It's just perfect timing. Let's see. Mm, boom for the end of it. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. We can make it brighter too. Really bright. Less bright. Okay, so now strengths and weaknesses. I'll read that off and then we'll be out of here. Um, by the way, DJ Reed, at least his last, I think five, nine, one ninety four. Again, that's pretty heavy for a guy, uh, his, his height, the uh, 25 years old, the strengths and weaknesses. Let me scroll down to him. Strengths, smart, very willing tackler, toughness, quick feet, lateral agility, fluidity, smooth hips, acceleration, high effort player, short area, quickness, quick to trigger, um, awareness, comfortable in zone, quick hands. Ability to gear down, uses hands to stack well, um, does well splitting high, low while in cloud zone. We just saw that. Ball skills, balance and pedal and shuffle. I want to put mostly, mostly for that one. Um, patience versus double moves, explosive out of breaks, plays over top of route of, of routes well and off man, squeezes wide receivers to the sideline, reroutes wide receivers, works to get hand hands on during route stem, stacks blockers well, brings fight to blockers, stays squares and off coverage pedal. Changes up press punch tech, um, changes stance right before the snap, which is a veteran move. Kind of explain why a little bit right there before. Shows ability to get shuffles in during press reps, quick recognition of screens, quick to pass off and pick up threats in zone, plays with length in the blockers, which we saw all of that, literally all of that in the review. Um, weaknesses, size, contested catches versus biggest, bigger wide receivers, some reps showing over aggressiveness, can be hoppy and press, very, very hoppy and press. Not can be. I'm going to put hoppy and press because he is hoppy and press. Poppy and press some reps of inconsistent leverage, uh, leverage eyes and off zone coverage um, can give too much lateral ground when shuffling in zone true can get on heels and press can give a little bit too much room underneath and off coverage uh, could have more consistent control when closing ground in the run game hands can drop and press hands drop hands drop drop too often not can too often in press um, gets caught peeking back at quarterback and loses wide receiver man coverage. It happens. That's, that's uh, um, sometimes um, jump splits and press too often. Some ankle tackling can play in no man's land plays not can plays in no man's land. Way too often, not Ken. That's it. Appreciate you guys. Um, I think after this one, you're getting five more. I'm assuming the gesture assigned Quan Alexander and other guys. So it's probably going to end up being another two more than I think it is. Nonetheless, appreciate you, and I'll see you next time.